Hello, welcome to Showboys. My name is Mike, and with me as always, uh, we have Pixel Nick, Chad Walk the Third, and uh, Da Dong down there. Um, yeah, we got a very special episode for you guys tonight. Um, it is the first round of the Showboys March Madness Streaming Service Original Series Tournament. Um, so, I mean, before we get into it, we got to get some stuff out of the way. Thank you to our top tier patrons, Joe C, Yusuf H, Tim B. Thank you for your continued support. All of our other patrons, you guys rule. Uh, if you're here watching and you enjoy uh, what you hear tonight, um, or if you're a returning uh, a viewer and you haven't yet, please consider subscribing. We're um, doing a giveaway campaign, our road to a thousand subscribers here on the Showboys Podcast YouTube channel uh, will allow you a chance to win an OLED Nintendo Switch that Nick is waving around in front of his camera right now. Uh, we want to get rid of this thing, so please subscribe, tell your friends, uh, so we can get this giveaway underway. Um, Chad, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you, Mike? Uh, hey, thank you for asking. I'm doing pretty, pretty fantastic. I'm really excited about tonight. What about you, Dad? I am good. I yeah. uh, my back is a little sore though. Um, I was I was watching Mike stream Pokemon last night, and I fell asleep in a really weird, awkward position. <laughs> so I've like been a mess all day. <laughs> I'll count that as uh, we put people to sleep on this. Yeah, podcast. hey, that's uh, about the 15th uh, time I've got me, that compliment. Uh, it's because it's Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, that was, that was a fun game. You guys should go it check it out. Sweet. It uh, looks sweet. I was a, I'm a gym leader in a Pokemon game. Anyways, Nick, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing yeah. good. Happy to be here. Excited yeah. to kick off this uh, this thing that we've been planning for three plus months maybe yes, or quite some time um, go over to our patron and look at all the behind the scenes the making of that's true that is true um yeah hey by the way yesterday was nick's birthday so happy, happy birthday. birthday oh yeah happy birthday bud i didn't even know that yeah thank you, um, thank how you. much in the loop i am guess how old he is um because 33 oh dead i mean I you already, know facebook I know all right, that, that was pretty close chad i to me nick is like this this weird like ageless wonder where like he could both <laughs> be like 38 but also like 23 and i just like i just can't tell um just combine yeah. those and make it 28 i'm 28 <laughs> 28 forever um but yeah happy birthday nick thank you i hope you thank had you. a good day yesterday yeah yeah i did and i think uh Got a few more birthday plans. 48. Yeah, forty-eight. <laughs> it's close. Forty-eight. Are we gonna get an answer? Or... Oh yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a thirty-two-year-old. Nice. <laughs> I'm. I'm a thirty-two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Well, like uh, my mother-in-law thought I was forty um, at dinner the other week. Um, she's like, "What are you turning forty? I, I didn't like, know you were younger than me, to be honest with you. Wait, now how old's Shed? 34. Oh, I think that literally makes (laughs) allegedly like once you get past 21, (laughs) you just kind of stop counting. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing else to look forward to. Right. I mean, um, that literally makes me the dad. He could be like 24 for all I know. Chad, dad, dad (laughs) is the dad of the group. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to get, uh, get through tonight. So, um, thank you for being here with us. If you're wondering, um, what 
if if you've you know, been living under a rock or not a part of our Discord or haven't visited our website or not a patron um, and have no idea what the heck we're talking about, we have put together a month-long tournament to decide what the ultimate streaming service original series is. Um, and we are uh, using the NCAA March Madness format. We made a bracket. We chose 64 shows. Uh, with the stipulation that this show had to be a streaming service original series. It could not be a show that aired on some channel and then was purchased by Netflix or Prime um, and then got the original tag slapped on it. Those those shows were out. Um, it kind of made an awkward thing with HBO because that was and is like a cable, like a premium cable channel, but also has its own streaming platform. So shows like Game of Thrones uh, didn't make the cut, but House of the Dragon did. Um, so we went through painstakingly, like Nick said, we've been working on this for at least three months. We, we trimmed the list down to 64 shows. We made our bracket. We gave them seeds. We determined the matchups. And tonight... We kick off round one. We're going to go through all 32 matchups tonight in round one and determine the winners um, and how that is going to work. We put out a poll. Um, and how many responses did you say we got, Nick? 33. 33. We got 33 responses, which is pretty decent for the poll. Um, what we're going to do, we're going to go through division by division, uh, talk about the matchup, um, or talk, introduce the matchup, see what the poll uh, results were, which you know you guys voted on, uh, who you thought would should and uh, would move on. So we'll go through the poll. If we disagree with the poll, the the division host um, will, you know, make an argument for why we should go against the poll. If we can convince the panel, which are the other three people here, uh, that show will move on. We'll do that for all 32 matches here. <clears throat> um, the criteria which we have uh, here. Um, each matchup will be judged on these six categories. Now, of course, um, each round we will go more and more in depth in these categories. Um, but uh, we have story, which is uh, the overall quality of the story being told. Uh, factoring how interesting, fluid, and well-executed the narrative is and how it plays out throughout the series. We have characters, the overall quality of the characters used in the series, taking into account how the characters are written, acted, and used throughout the series. We have aesthetic, overall quality of the visual presentation of the series, including the cinematography, presentation, visual effects, etc. We have world-building, which is the overall quality of the world's cinematic universe within the series, factoring in how fluid and seamless the world of the series blends into the narrative and the potential to see other stories told within said world. We have, uh, last but not least, cultural impact, which is the impact made with the audience, including memorability mm -hmm. and the impact on viewers and the impact on the industry as a whole. And then, of course, we have a bonus category for number six, and uh, helping determine like ties if we need to. And that is the music, quality of the music, both the original score and the use of existing songs, as well as its effectiveness when it is used. Uh, for example, like building tension or exerting uh, emotions from the viewers. 
Uh, so each matchup will go through this set of criteria. And uh, like I said, here are the rules for round one. We uh, will go through each matchup. It will be deliter deliberated by the entire panel of hosts, which is me, Nick, Chad, and Dad, of course. Each series will be used, uh, judged using the criteria we just went over. Three of the four panel members must be in agreement for the match to be decided. The audience poll and average overall ratings will act as panel tiebreakers, which we kind of flipped that. We're going to kind of go on the poll, and then we will determine if the poll is actually correct or not. Same difference. Um, personal bias will be removed as much as possible with each matchup being analyzed objectively. And then, of course, the last rule, which everyone needs to follow, is to subscribe to Showboys Podcast and Showboys Gaming while you're at it. Uh, help us reach that 1,000 subscribers so we can give away the Switch. Um, which is an OLED, by the way. So any questions or things that uh, the panel would like to get out of the way before we get in? To Can you, could you go through all of that again? Yeah, just <laughs> well, one more just time. Say, yeah. Barrel through it. Can I, I just say that was very well articulated. Very good job, Mike. Thank you. I'm very surprised. Say, yeah, you did a very good job. I didn't exactly. practice that or anything, and I was literally reading from my other screen, and I, I don't think I really messed up. You didn't nail it. That, that doesn't happen we, very often. You don't have nailed to lie it. to us. We know that you practice it in the mirror a couple times. It's fine. Sure. It's fine. That's true. I actually took today off work just so I yeah. could <laughs> sit in the bathroom and practice. <laughs> oh, like okay. So now that we got that all out of the way, um, let's see. We got uh, some some comments here. Twenty five. Rent. You can rent cars at twenty five. That's right. That's true. Yeah, that was and like always the thing to look forward to. Down a little bit. Right. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, and Chad, 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 Chad. Even though I threw an extra Chad in there, but that's because I like you. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Sweet. let's get in here since we have no questions or anything. Let's get rolling. Uh, we have our first matchup. We're going to go through uh, my division. So I have eight matchups here to walk you guys through. And the first one, we're going to start with um, the Chosen, which is the number one seed from my division facing off against carnival row the number 16 seed from prime video uh the chosen actually has its own streaming app um and is a part of the angel Studios streaming app but was recently picked up by netflix moral of the story this is only available on streaming services but it's available on a few so it kind of makes the cut because um, it has its own, so I guess it's original in that fact or in that factor. Um, like I said, the seedings were determined based off of the average overall rating of each show. We took um, their ratings from Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, and IMDb, averaged those together, and then that's how we determine the seedings. Fun fact: the Chosen actually had the highest rating of all the shows uh, that is in involved in the tournament here and i think at like a 96 or something which was pretty high um high. but nick do you have the poll results here for uh this matchup yeah the the audience poll results uh the score is 22 to 11 for the chosen all right uh Ooh. honestly uh I did not expect that. I thought I would have to fight really hard for the chosen here, but um, I agree with the poll. Um, having seen both shows and having been uh, a pretty big fan and promoter of Carnival Row when it was out, um, I You're think a bigger fan of Jesus. We know. 
I am. <laughs> but even taking that out, I think as oh. a show, um, mainly I'm going to focus on one of the, the, the categories here, and that's the cultural impact of The Chosen. Um, particularly, like it, it's impacting viewers and, and, and people, but uh, I think what it does, what this show does for Christian media as a whole, like this is the first good piece of christian media in the tv show or movie realm okay so glad to clarify that Absolutely. i was gonna say all media like no, books no, no. Too. that sucks Sh- show or movie <laughs> right maybe ever like this this might be like the first like mm. truly good one um i don't but know about it's, that it's doing things like uh season three that just premiered it released episodes one and two in theaters as kind of like a, a movie of sorts uh which we had talked about on the podcast shows doing things like that incorporating theatrical releases it actually did and its box office numbers um rivaled that of wakanda forever for the season three premiere in theaters which was pretty nuts um yeah and it has kind of led a revolution of christian media being uh produced via crowdfunding through this angel studios app we have uh, new shows new animated shows uh theatrical release that just came out called the jesus revolution that also stars jonathan romey who plays jesus in the chosen um all that to say i 100 agree that the chosen blows carnival row out of the water which is sad to say uh for carnival row because it's a good show but i don't think its story and impact in its genre matches what the chosen does for its genre. I was going to say sense. for like cultural impact zero, right? Cause it's, I mean, yeah. it's pretty deep cut fantasy. Uh, Carnival row is so yeah. if you were to pick a, a category to blow it out of the water with that would have yeah. been it. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I think that one is decided. We have, uh, our winner here, The Chosen, moving on to round two, uh, which, by the way, I forgot to mention this at the start of the show. We have a perfect bracket challenge happening um, and that you can no longer uh, submit your brackets to because we've started. But we do have a couple, so we'll have to we'll have to go through tomorrow and, and, and see if, if we have any left starting next week. But let's get on to matchup number two here. We have... The HBO Max original series Landscapers heading up against the HBO Max original series Peacemaker. Um, this is a, a tough matchup for me. Uh, I You guys have all seen Peacemaker, correct? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. No. You haven't, Dad? You don't count, Dad. Oh, whoops. I know. I don't count. Excellent. Hit enter on my keyboard. Um and none of you have seen landscapers, yes? Correct. Nah. Well, I mean, neither uh, has any any of the audience based on the poll. Um, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Uh, what are, What do the poll numbers say? Uh, this 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 match was a blowout. Um, Peacemaker twenty eight over five. Ouch! Yeesh. Oh, Yeesh. that's that's Crushed tough. Him. That is tough. Um, that that wouldn't be how I would I would play the series out, but um, I could I mean obviously I see that because I don't I don't envision anyone really having seen Landscapers, which is a real tragedy because this show is amazing. Uh, it's Ouch. about a devoted, mild mannered British couple 
uh, who become famous or who become the focus of an extraordinary investigation when two dead bodies are discovered in the back garden of a Man, house dead. in England. And it's based off of a true story. Um, the acting is absolutely phenomenal. We have um, Olivia Coleman and Daniel. Uh, I always struggle with his last name. Thulis. Sure. He's in a lot of things. Let me. Uh, We're not going to correct you. He's he's so good. He's so good. He's in Sandman. He's in Justice League. Neither of those are good. He's things. uh. <laughs> he's in no Harry Potter I movies. Um, but yeah, it's a very theatrical, cinematic. Uh, it's funny at times. The drama is super intense. But Peacemaker, on the other hand, is a fantastic superhero show. And I want to say of all the superhero shows included in the tournament, probably gets my vote for the best superhero show. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I'm going to have a hard time convincing anyone to overturn this poll, uh, though it breaks my heart. So, so you would have went, you would have went landscapers here. I would have went landscapers based purely on like the, delivery of the the series itself it's also a limited series it's only like four or five episodes Ooh, um like those. that's tough it's so strong it's so good every episode's good every moment is good um but i don't know i mean is that enough to overturn the pull of a beloved show like peacemaker i think um yeah i mean i get what you're saying and you make a strong argument to go watch landscapers and for it to a lot of people to go watch landscapers to maybe give it another chance someday but um peacemaker for like what it was you know being expected to be nothing but turned out to be a whole lot of a lot of things yeah i think i mean it was kind of like the the surprise like gem of whatever year that was it came out 2022 yeah like it's one of the better like more surprising shows that i saw that year that i didn't think i knew nothing about and then like watched it we did a couple episodes on it and i was like this show's awesome. You know what I mean? Um, and even, even against like Chad's whole John Cena. And yeah. right. Yeah. Like, even crush. He's that. great. He's so great in this show. And I'm, I'm also not a fan of John Cena and it, and like you said, Nick come, it's, it's coming out of a, a cursed franchise and out of the cursed franchise, the most cursed IP of said franchise, <laughs> like James, suicide did it right. James Gunn did do this. This was his, uh, the Suicide Squad movie was his entrance into the DCU. And then Peacemaker was an extension of that. But um, yeah, for James Gunn to come in and take and make a, it's, I don't know. It's not even a sequel. It's not like a reboot. It's just like another Suicide Squad movie that pretended like the first one just didn't even exist, <laughs> which <laughs> the first one was by far the most hated DCEU project to ever exist um, to come in, make a, a decent movie. The Suicide Squad wasn't like uh, like super amazing, but it was head and shoulders above the, the other Suicide Squad movie. But to take a character like Peacemaker out of that movie and then make such a great series was, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a, a real treat. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to convince anyone. So we're going to we're going to give this one to Peacemaker moving on to the second round. But hey, I'm looking on IMDb here. 
it's only three hours and 13 minutes to watch all of landscapers so Dang. do yourself wow. a like favor avatar go watch the landscapers uh you guys will will love it but moving on here to matchup number three we have invincible the animated superhero show from the brilliant and disturbed mind of robert kirkman um going up against devs on hulu starring nick offerman in probably the most polar opposite uh version of a character from ron swanson <laughs> that he is most notably known for <laughs> um <clears throat> this is another um kind of tricky one because i feel like not many people have watched devs sorry the camera thing out one of these days maybe one I'll of the yoga it's to. only been you know almost three like years, two, three uh, years. <laughs> <laughs> devs is a really cool show with a really cool premise and i feel like not many people have watched it whereas invincible also really good show off of you know really cool premise and probably more people have watched invincible uh, but what do the polls say poll gives it to invincible 21 to 12 oh wow okay okay um the audience you know what i think i think honestly i'm okay with that of these two shows which have you guys seen either both none is neither is neither an option but (laughs) i am the most intrigued by invincible i've just never got around to it I'm I'm so, more intrigued by devs. So I didn't really think it would go the other way. Um, but this this animated show over here must really be a be a goodie. It's uh so like what what about have you looked into devs at all? Um or like what intrigues you about it? Um I think just the like the premise, because it does seem a little different in that regards. Um but I also know nothing about Invincible. Um so let me tell you about Invincible. It's just it's just like an exposure thing. I'm more exposed at least like to the advertisement and awareness of devs, whereas like Invincible, nothing about that image like registers in my brain. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so I, I have Invincible's page up here. So it's um a, an adult cartoon based off of the comic written by Robert Kirkman, who is uh, most known for The Walking Dead, obviously. Um, but it's a superhero take from the very disturbed mind of Kirkman. Um, which if you've read any of his comics, uh, but the walking dead alone is mm-hmm. really messed up. Yep. Um, just imagine that, but with superheroes, it's kind of like the comic version of the boys, I guess would be the most relatable way for those of you who have seen the boys. Um, mm. the main characters, uh, voiced by actually voiced by, um, Steven Yoon, who was Glenn from the walking dead. Um, his character Mark is the son of the most powerful superhero in the world who is, uh, voiced by JK Simmons and his name is Omni man and just insane, crazy stuff happens. And it, it, it is, it's good. It's good. Uh, the voice cast is crazy. You got Sandra. Oh, you got Zazie beats. You got Walton Goggins, um, Gillian Jacobs, shout out community. Um, just it's packed there there are so many big names it would take me like 10 minutes just to go through uh but let's pull up devs here just to get the the short little synopsis for you um a computer engineer investigates the secretive development division in her company which she believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend um yeah 
it, Nick Offerman's character is like the CEO, uh, president of this tech company who's working on this like really secretive project, and it gets it gets real nutty, gets real like blurring of of morality kind of uh, sadly only one season though uh, but it's a it's a good season um, I want to yeah this is an Alex Garland show who is um, also known for movies like Ex Machina and Annihilation I don't know if you've seen either of those mm-hmm. uh, he he wrote some of 28 Days Later um dread which was an awesome little superhero or a little comic movie um but at the end of the day uh I, oh, man i'm torn but I, I don't know if we can go against the poll really especially with no no input from you guys so you're welcome yeah <laughs> invincible moving on let's see what the audience says um siv says devs was amazing Invincible with continue by devs is probably a one season show. Yeah. Yeah. Devs is devs is over. Um, that ship has sailed rip. Um, but yeah. Invincible. We'll move on. Let's get on to matchup number four here. Um, this will be pretty easy, but also heartbreaking for me. We have Ted Lasso on Apple TV, our number four seed facing off homecoming, a prime video series from the mind of Sam Esmail, which you guys are now well acquainted with. Oh, yes. Uh, coming in at the number 13 seed. Uh, this is a no-brainer. You don't even have to tell me the poll. Ted Lasso, I feel, is going to blow this one out of the water. And rightfully, oh. what was it, 24 to 8? 25 to 8. 25 Ted to 8. Lasso. It deserves it. I mean, Ted Lasso is a great show. Um, it's not in my typical wheelhouse of stuff I like to watch, but I fell in love with this show. It's a great show to watch with the family. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. It's uh, heartwarming. Um, Ted is just a great character. And just look at that mustache. You only get to see half of it here in this image. But, man, it's a great one. That's all you need. Um, Homecoming, though, is a great show. And, again, much like Landscapers, I feel like you shouldn't sleep on this. It's two seasons. Um, and it tells a very, very interesting story. Sam Esmail is involved, which is the brilliant mind behind Mr. Robot. So you have that level of quality there. Our favorite Bobby Cannavale is in that show. Hmm. Uh, he has a great role. Um, but it just doesn't, it doesn't really hold a candle to Ted Lasso. And it, it hurts because I loved Homecoming. But um, we're going to we're gonna send Ted Lasso on to the second round. There's a better... Look at that look mustache. At that you get both sides there. Ugh. <laughs> And by the way, that guy on the right, he uh, he was Zeus in Thor, the oh. uh, or not Zeus, Hercules in Thor, Hercules. Uh, the end credit scene there. So Hercules got that going for it. Matchup and number five, we have HBO Max's Barry, our number six seed, going up against the Netflix uh, powerhouse Bridgerton. Uh, the number 11 seed. So here, guys, here's a great example. Uh, we removed bias when we chose our shows. None of us would ever like choose to watch Bridgerton, but it is regarded as a good show. So we we had to include it for the people. For the people. <laughs> we did it for you because that <laughs> you know that that is the kind of hosts we are. Yes. Well, we're always thinking though, of you. Even though you're most likely wrong, we still. Yes. And, and 
I have a feeling Barry is going to blow Bridgerton out of the water, but let's hear. <laughs> what's the poll say? This is our closest match in your round so far. This Are is you serious? 19 for Barry, 14 for Bridgerton. Whoa. Oh, wow. You look Whoa. out. Look out. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, Barry wins. Right? Barry's so good. The people yeah. have spoken. The people have spoken. That's, I mean, hey. My wife watched Bridgerton. She liked it. Same. Joe and yeah. his wife watched Bridgerton. I don't want to speak out of turn. I I think I remember Joe saying he watched it. I think <laughs> they liked it. I don't yeah. know. Um, but Barry is just... I mean, I know you've seen it, Nick. Chad, yeah. Dad, have either of you guys watched Barry? No. Um, no. Good time. 20-minute episodes. Oh, it's it's great. It's funny. It's uh, intense. Uh, we have Bill story. Hader. I mean, just listen to the story, yeah. okay? Bill Hader is a, a hit an ex-military hitman from Cleveland, Ohio, who gets sent to LA for a job while he's there, discovers he loves acting and tries to uh, switch up switch. his life and become an actor while but... also being a hitman. Um, <laughs> you know, it is super funny. Uh, the the not funny, the serious, like emotional and intense moments are well executed serious emotional and intense um and the funny parts are, are hysterical noho hank is maybe in like top 10 characters of like tv shows period for me so funny like especially the, supporting character oh, like he's yeah. up there with bobby and vera from mr robot oh yeah dude for sure noho hank is <laughs> responsible for legendary. so many legendary gifts like i use <laughs> I use NoHo Hank gifts all the time at work, and it's it's amazing. Have you seen um, Gotham, Chad? Uh, yes, I have. He's, he's Victor Zaz. He's Victor Zaz. Oh, okay. Same yeah. same look and feel and awesomeness yeah. as Victor Zaz. Uh, dude. Um, but yeah, go watch Barry. It's great. It's a short watch. We got three seasons. I think four is coming soon. Um, Barry is winning. I mean, come on. It's just not even a contest. Match six, actually, according to the poll, is very much a contest. Match mm -hmm. six. Okay, so this one, I feel like I'm going to be talking to a brick wall because I feel like uh, you guys probably have seen neither and our audience probably has seen neither. I've seen Raised by Wolf until the Jesus Mormons come. Okay, okay. So we'll talk about Raised by Wolves Mormons. first because uh, Nick has seen it. And there's some saddening news that we need to talk about. Uh, that I think is kind of going to help play a part in determining <laughs> this matchup. Um, but yeah, why don't, why don't you explain kind of the premise of Raised by Wolves, Nick? Yeah, so Raised by Wolves, um, there are these androids that are off in space, and they land on this planet, and their purpose is to raise these children. Um, for some unknown purpose, I didn't get that far into the series, but eventually these... Uh, these uh, space Mormons show up and kind of start causing trouble in their little <laughs> settlement. Um, so the macro understanding of it, I don't really know. I only got like four episodes in, but it is cool. And it's definitely sci-fi. And it also is kind of got this like, like kind of like a vintage um, kind of old school, practical sci-fi look to it. Um, it's very grounded. And even the androids aren't like they make, they, they go far to make it a point that like these are, robots with very low uh, emotional intelligence but they are raising these human children yep mm -hmm. so 
it's definitely an interesting uh, sci-fi spin. Yeah. So uh, pretty much like, <laughs> uh, I mean, you're not wrong there. There was a, a war that basically That's ended right. um, life on earth, like the ability to live on planet earth between the space Mormons and AI. And um, the droids that were following in the show uh, land on this planet and their purpose is to basically like restart the human race on this planet. Um, it's, it's a very interesting concept. Ridley Scott is involved in it. Um, it's a, it's a, a cool sci-fi story. Um, but like in terms of, of sci-fi stories, it's like not mind blowing, nothing to write home about. It's like, you know, on the, the upper end of like average, um, <laughs> visually looks great though. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it you know acted well and the premise is really cool. Um Wayne, on the other hand, one season prime original, um, still holding out hope that we may get a second season, but I mean it it, it aired in twenty nineteen, so uh probably not gonna happen. Um nice. but this is a <laughs> but androids aren't wolves at all. Um I mean you got a point there, but you had me at Space Mormons. <laughs> That is such a great um, space Mormons. You know, like ever since that popped up in the expanse, that's just yeah. what you call like re religious spacefaring people. They're just yeah. space Mormons. But in the expanse, <laughs> they are literally space Mormons. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and when you first said that about the expanse, I was, I laughed and I was like, Oh no, that's actually what they call uh, they, them. <laughs> I'm not making a funny, like they are yeah, legit yeah. space Mormons. <laughs> um, but yeah. Got them uh, bags of coins. They're rich. Yeah, Wayne here um, is a great, Premise. great coming of age tale. One of those like, one of those coming of age high school teenager like growing up discovering who they are type story. Uh, Wayne, a sixteen year old with a heart of gold, sets out on a small two stroke road bike from Boston to Florida with his new friend Dell to get back the seventy nine Trans Am that was stolen from his father. Um, this show is super funny very gritty and um just has amazing performances by mark mckenna and ciara bravo who are the two main characters wayne and dell we have um the uh did we ever figure out what insurance company the the dell's dad is from the show he's like the the guy in all the all state the, all state the chaos guy he's mayhem. in the show he's the girl's dad he's hysterical mr mayhem um, or something yeah, Mayhem, that's it. Mayhem, like me. Um, it's brought to you by the writers of Deadpool, so it's got you know that kind of humor and style to it, visually presented very well. Um, but I feel like nobody's seen this show. Uh, what I'm going to move forward, Wayne, regardless of the poll, and you guys uh, wow. haven't really seen much, wow. but uh, based on, one, the sheer awesomeness of Wayne, but two, the news that HBO canceled Raised by Wolves. And on top of that, they like removed it from their platform. So I, I went to go watch season two and Oof. I couldn't find it on there. And I was like, I literally just saw this on here like a week ago. Where did it go? You hate to Did see a little it. Google and there's like, yeah, we canceled it. And like, not only that, we won up to ourselves, we're just, it's no longer accessible on our platform. <laughs> yeah. So we can kind of chalk that up. 
to the equivalent of like some players on this team, like star players just kind of um, got busted for drugs or like, you know, they murdered somebody. So like <laughs> they're, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, you know, exterior from the tournament reasons why eh, they probably just aren't going to win. Yeah. Uh, but they did lose the poll. Um, Raised by Wolves got 19 against Wayne's 14. Mm. Yeah. We're still going to move Wayne forward unless you guys have any real objections to that. I think the premise that you said raised by wolves is kind of like very uninspired. It is kind of your yeah. typical sci-fi. Yeah. This of. was a great example. Cause so, so like dad and I were talking one night, we're like, how do we compare some of these categories for these shows when they're in like two completely different, like opposite genres or like genres that aren't even relatable at all. And you know, we came up with like, you know, compare whatever category it may be against shows of of its genre. So, like, if you're comparing Wayne to other coming of age tales, like it blows those shows out of the water. When you compare Raves but Raised by Wolves to that the, these type of sci-fi shows, it's like aggressively mediocre. <laughs> um, so, based on that, uh, and canceled, and, and you can't and watch it on HBO Max anymore. That, but that's kind of like. That I don't chalk that up to the show being bad. Oh, I chalk right, that up right. to the the whole merger of WB and Discovery. Um, and th- th- this wasn't the only casualty that we've had in recent weeks of like we gotta cut, we gotta cut some money here because <laughs> this is starting to get way more expensive than we anticipated. Um, but yeah, it's still not a good look. So we're gonna we're gonna move Wayne on. He's gonna hop on that bike and move on around too. Uh, we got two more matches in Division Mike, then we're going to head down to Division Nick. Uh, this is the hardest matchup in my division by far, hands down. Really? I have no idea how this is going to turn out, and either way, I'm going to be heartbroken. Uh, but I'm happy because I think all of us have seen one or both of these shows. Chad, did you ever watch Andor? I did not, but I've watched Ozark. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's better than the rest of the matchups, I guess. I'll take yeah. one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Nick, what was the poll? What was the poll? I don't Man. even know if I'm ready for this. Andor took the win, the W, for 18 to uh, Ozark's 15. Oh, so wow. a narrow three-point win for Andor. That was like a like a buzzer beater, like tie yeah. game. Cassian's coming down down court and he just jacks <laughs> up one of those like half court Luna. Um I I agree with that. Um and Man. me putting Andor over Ozark is like fifty-one to forty-nine percent of my vote. Like it is super close. But again, I'm gonna use the same argument with Wayne. What Andor does for Star Wars shows, I don't see Ozark doing for like the drug running drug crime dramas Mm. what are your thoughts guys let's hear them i want to hear them chad what do you got you got thoughts (laughs) i saw it uh i I mean i i think ozark is 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 very good i can't really speak to this too much though because i haven't seen andor and i know that's like a big flub on my part because what about how do how do you think how do you think ozark stands up against the other like drug crime dramas i i mean can you name a couple other ones like are there that many drug um, crime like narcos narcos breaking yeah. bad shows yeah. shows of that sort yeah i think it's up there with breaking bad i think breaking bad probably 
did it first, so it gets that like check mark. Um, but I, you know, I think Bateman in a serious role is really re- he's really really good in these in these series roles. He's he's very very good in the show. Yeah, dude. Um, there's a lot of twists and it turns. As a director, like he yeah. directed most of these, if not all yeah. of these episodes, and just destroys. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, my my vote would go for Ozark, obviously, because I haven't seen Andor. And I know you guys are mad in love with Andor, so I'm not going to be hurt either way. Dad, thoughts? Uh, I have not seen Ozark. But from everything that I've seen, like trailer-wise and all that, and everything that I've heard, it's an amazing show. Um, Bateman, you know, he kind of sells it. Um, but I loved Andor too. I, I'm I'm split with this one. I can't even not seeing Ozark. I'm still kind of split. Cast you know? a vote. All right. You got to give your thoughts first, and then we'll cast a vote. Oh, but Chad's already voted. Okay, fine. My thoughts. <laughs> hmm. Give, give me some time to think. <sighs> you know. Yeah. So. I'm going to go against my better judgment or my better bias. And I want to, and I like to say Ozark should probably win this um, because Ozark one is a, a solid five season hitter with a definitive beginning end. Um, It was a really good show. There was not much about that show. I didn't like, I don't even know if there's anything I didn't like in that show. Um, And it was strong from the beginning to the end. I think some people were flipping about the end anyways, but that's what you're going to have with shows. Yeah. No I one mean, likes it when a show ends. It's just, I'd take anyone's, anyone's gripes about a series at the end. I just kind of disregard unless it's yeah. like absolutely atrocious and unforgivable, but yeah. And yeah, I, I, I'm in favor of kind of Ozark in this situation. Um, Cause while Andor is like phenomenal, um, there was kind of like a failure to launch across the board with that more than like it should have. Like, obviously I think it should be the best like revered Disney plus live action star Wars show period. But it didn't still land with everyone. Like Chad hasn't seen it. There's plenty of people that I know have seen it and they, they didn't like it. They couldn't get into it. And like, Mm -hmm. there's an issue, there's an issue there. Um, where I think yeah, I should I my... should clarify that that's yeah. what happened to me. I mean, I do I watched three episodes, couldn't get into it, and just let it kind of fizzle out. We got comments coming in. Siv says, "Bull Ozark for the win." Ozark. Joe Cross gave the me Greece. some carrots, but I'm guessing he's agreeing Hats. with the above comment. <laughs> and then Siv says, "I liked Ozark over Weeds, Breaking Bad, and the such." I mean, that's Ooh. very true. Um. Joe says, I watched the first two episodes of Andor. Yeah, I, I will say. Okay, so uh, Andor premiered with three episodes at once, and a lot of the complaints were you know, the slow pace, but I think that comes with the genre of like espionage thriller, and I don't mm-hmm. think people were exactly expecting that from Andor, given all of the... Mm cookie cut i say this not as a derogatory thing but it's going to sound derogatory as uh, it didn't follow the cookie cutter star wars mold right of stories and how they progress yeah um, this was very different uh which gave it a one-up for me but i also like this style um 
and it comes it's telling the story leading up to my favorite star wars movie so like we know where it's going and it's got that mr robot vibe of like it knows its destination so Hmm. its way there will be like no filler executed well because it knows where it's starting and it has a an already defined endpoint. with that being said ozark is so freaking good Mm -hmm. um it even utilizes my favorite color in every episode because they have this crazy like blue filter on everything and i love it so it's like just that subliminal like it's gonna hook me because i love blue um but they did ozark now and it's so hard ozark is so good and i think like to Chad's point in the serious role, he's amazing. But I would almost say that like he's not really acting any different than he does in comedies. It's just the environment around him and the story is so bleak and serious that like it's just th- that style of of Bateman's like character yeah. just works with this too. Yeah, it's he so still good, is dude. that dry, witty, that dry like, I love humor, it. Yeah. But it has a completely different tone because of Everything, Everything around going him. on yeah. around him. Yeah, uh, I have a crazy like uh, fan theory, conspiracy theory, which we need to get episode two of that Nick sometime because that was a really fun episode. Um, Let's vote. I think we, do. We need a vote. I think Ozark is just. I think we need an extension vote. of Arrested Development. Like it, that's the same character, Jason Bateman's <laughs> character, Marty Bird is just his character from Arrested Development. Changed his name. Now he's laundering money. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is Ozark winning? I feel like that's where we're going with this. Yep. Are we voting? I think that's Mike, where we're going. What, yeah. Mike, yeah. what's your vote? I, I vote for Andor, but again, it's like 50.5% to yeah. 49.5%. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Ozark for me all the way. Dead. Ozark and not even seeing it. Well, that's the poll in two votes. I mean, I think it's going to be hard to pass that up, right? Well, Ozark lost in the poll. Oh. Yeah. And we got Siv and Joe here in the comments on the stream. Yeah. They're they're chiming in for Ozark, I think. What do you got, Nick? Yeah. Rests on you? Yeah, I think I'm going to, like, I think the, the removing bias, Um, I think we'll, I'll throw it to Ozark, even though I have a big bias for Ozark, but I also have a lot of bias for Andor. Um, but, yeah flip that one oh, hey man that was a that was a tough match uh i was really dreading getting to this one honestly because <laughs> yeah. uh that that hurts but also i'm happy because i know an excellent show moved forward uh but that brings us to our last matchup in my division and this one is not even close uh it does i mean like the other ones that i said like made me a little sad this one is like makes me the least sad uh but i i did like foundation but uh, it's going up against our number two seed here, Arcane, a League of Legends story on Netflix, uh, Foundation over on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it's our number 15 seed. It's a really interesting sci-fi tale. Uh, I would say much better than Raised by Wolves. Um, he looks like a space Mormon. He does. <laughs> he was in The Expanse. Just yep. saying. Um, no, uh, really, really cool story. Um I highly recommend it. Also, Apple TV is ridiculously cheap. If you don't have it, you should get it. It's only like six, maybe seven bucks a month. And they are really, really pumping out some great shows on Apple TV. So please check it out. Uh, But Arcane League of Legends blows this one completely like out of this world. 
It's not even close. What does the poll say, though? 25. Scores 25 to 8 for Arcane. Um, for Foundation. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's because Arcane is truly like a an anime animated genre bending debut for an IP. And all, uh, you can just go down the list. Like, it just checked all the boxes and destroyed it. It gets my vote. Obviously, because I am a huge League of Legends stand, but Huge. it it was League of Legends content that Nick liked, and like, not only did he like, but he was like, he really liked it, and I was like, okay, this is the greatest show ever. <laughs> it got Nick to like League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like you said, Nick, I think like it just. Not, having not watched much anime, I will say that, but from what I've heard from anime fans who have watched Arcane, it just hit on a different level. It it did a lot of cool... The animation style alone is absolutely gorgeous. Their use of colors is brilliant. Um, and of course, we got you know stories from my favorite game universe, probably, um, which that's a whole other story the fact that they were able to tell such a compelling story from a game that literally has no has in-game yeah. narrative it's right. a pure multiplayer game but the fact that riot is able to establish such amazing lore and and a such amazing universe in league of legends without having any narrative in their game is amazing i uh, i wonder if you'd be this hyped about pokemon if there was a pokemon <laughs> show on on your bracket <laughs> It would have to be really freaking good, dude. There's a lot of really good Pokemon anime for sure. Um, I'm have reading. You seen, have you seen Detective Pikachu? I, I did actually. Just okay. I just borrowed that from the library like two weeks ago, and I loved it, dude. Phenomenal. The only so this, good. reading this manga right now. Pokemon oh, Adventures. look at you, dude. This <laughs> My goodness. is so good. I'm so he's, freaking he's proud so, of you. He's so proud. Yeah, dude. Look at I'm you. so freaking Chad, proud of you. Chad, is it? Your, is your it? eyes just lit up like I've never seen them before. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that pure enjoyment. I just got out of that. <laughs> never thought I'd even hear you say that word. To be honest, with yeah, you. dude. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody made a really cool uh, fan game that tells this story and i started playing it and i was like well it's a really cool story i'm gonna go find that book and then i did and i was did like, you have trouble a... adjusting to the reading of it yes. yeah <laughs> yes def definitely different yeah um <clears throat> but cool but yeah you guys if you haven't watched arcane you need to go watch it um it moves on to round two no questions asked um but with that being said hey we're done with with mike's division so uh we're heading over to nick so introduce us here to matchup number one sir Holy moly! Um, yeah, once uh, once everything stops moving in the in backstage here, um, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> good lord! All right, so my first matchup here was Chernobyl, number one seed in my bracket uh, against Nine Perfect Strangers, being uh, number sixteen seed. Um, poll here was twenty nine to four for Chern for Chernobyl. So um, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. One, Chernobyl is just like a knockout show. Fantastic show. Um, has our boy in it. Always forget his name. Um, I go remember it. Bobby and... Cannavale. No. Our boy. Oh, I thought you were talking about Nine Perfect Strangers. No, it's not about Chernobyl. Uh, uh, yeah. Bobby, yeah. He's Space in... Mormon Foundation guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always forget uh, his expand, name. We love that, that stuff. We love um, him so much we never remember his name. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, but 
I've seen Nine Perfect Strangers. I don't know if any of you have. Um, it, you know, I'll give it to it. It has a lot of actors in it. It's a good watch, um, but it's got nowhere to go and nothing to do. And <laughs> it's kind of like a throwaway, uh, really. So easily going to go with Chernobyl on this first one. So <clears throat> I don't think you guys are going to disagree with that, are you? No. No, I love Chernobyl. It's phenomenal. Oh, it's so good. So good, dude. That, that first episode, bro. That first episode is so good. Like, I <laughs> a little can just, bit of firefighter accuracy. Yeah, a little there. firefighter, firefighter action. It's just so good, dude. And it's horrifying too. That first episode is absolutely horrifying. So, and it's basically what's happening in East Palestine, Ohio, right now. So. True. Yeah. It's a little prep true. for, for our North, Northeast Ohio buddies. Yeah. Get some imagery of Northeast Ohio right now. Boom! Yeah. The winner, Chernobyl. <laughs> um, poor East Palestine. Ah. <laughs> uh, Sad. I'd you say shout know. out, but that might know. be too soon for that. Shout um, out. I yeah, it's been said. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. Congratulations, Chernobyl. Um, second matchup here: uh, Sweet Tooth, twenty twenty one show on Netflix versus Succession, uh, HBO. Um, on yeah, on HBO, eight versus nine seed. Is that always going to work that way? Like how these fallers? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> I'm not used to these things. I thought Mike made up the entire idea of the bracket and all that, but nope, it's a real thing. Just kidding. I just um, like that your sign behind you now says Nick Wars. Nick Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Info Wars, but nice touch. Yeah, I'm yeah. the host. Not a not what's his face. Hello. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Jones. With with what I've been talking about lately in Discord, I mean, I might be moving in that that direction, like a very. Uh, more mainstream uh, info wars. What is it? The um, technocracy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> Sweet Tooth, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the trailer. Um, it obviously was trending there on uh, Netflix for a hot minute, um, but it did quickly fall off. And I just don't think, I think it was cool, unique idea. Um, it just didn't like stick the way it ought to have, but like Succession. It's been running for a while, running strong. It's definitely an HBO Max hitter. Um, very, very atypical HBO kind of drama. Um, and the poll, Succession, 22 to Sweet mm. Tooth, 11. Right? Wow. So kind of not, not not a blowout, but definitely a, a heavy two-thirds there against its one-third. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to disagree with that. I've seen also... Um, the first half of the first season of succession. It's a show that I want to watch quite a bit more, but they're like full hour long episodes. And mm-hmm. um, that's a, that's a commitment there. And there's like four, yeah. five seasons. That's a, it's a lot of hours. Uh, I, I've seen the first three or four episodes of sweet tooth. Uh, it, it's a pretty interesting story. Um, for whatever reason it fell off. Uh, my wife and I were watching it and then we just stopped. Uh, and I never got back to it. Visually, it looks really cool. I think it was one of those pandemic or pan, pandemic pandemic the, the pandemic pandemics. Uh, <laughs> it was like one of the first new series that came out, like, um, like in the height of the lockdowns and stuff. Uh, and it caught fire really quick. I think because of that, <laughs> because twenty twenty one. It yeah, it was. Um, I want to say first new series 
because you know when the, when all the COVID stuff happened, you know theaters and stuff. Production twenty twenty though. I know, but stuff like got pushed back, got delayed, theaters closed. We didn't really have much new stuff, and then uh, Sweet Tooth comes out on Netflix and gets gobbled up. I mean, just kind of like Tiger King or whatever that dumb show was yeah. on Netflix. Like people gobbled that up because they were craving that new content. Um, all the reactions I saw were positive, but like you said, Nick, it just dropped off and I don't even know if there's anything coming afterwards. And um, I don't know. It's hard to, having not seen succession, just the lineage of HBO shows that this, you know, is in line with it's hard to argue against, I would say. Yeah. And I mean, I'd say sweet tooth probably like falls into like an issue of just being way too niche whereas like while succession is niche it does have a, a lot of variety in it in terms of like the acting's great writing's good family business like drama not a crime drama but like a business they run a media empire but also the writing is like funny built into the drama because the family mm-hmm. dynamics are funny and there's funny like um off maybe like even dark humor in it um so I'm not going to disagree with the poll. Um, I'm going to roll for the poll on this one and call Succession the winner. Boom. Nice. Got some global <laughs> people in it, too. Can't discount that. Well, Moving the one on. Guy, the one guy on the left behind the redhead kind of looks like could be Peyton Manning's like third brother. <laughs> <laughs> the one that yeah. became an actor. <laughs> Not not uh not Eli or Coop. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next one. Um next matchup here is Netflix's Narcos, the first Narcos, not Narcos Mexico. Um, and then uh versus Paramount Plus's more recent Tulsa King. Um poll here with seventeen for Narcos, sixteen for Tulsa King. This is our closest wow. match yet. One vote. One vote difference between. I have not two. seen either of these, and I'm surprised. Wow. wow, that's hard. That's hard, man. Um, I've seen Narcos. Love that show. Um, very good, and it does the whole dual thing where you're following the cops, the Americans, um, down there in the midst of it. The, I think they're CIA at the time, but this was also during like the birth of a, um, I feel like another administration that deals with all that stuff. DEA, yeah, it was the birth of like the DEA and all that stuff. Um, And then over on this side, I've seen some clips and the trailers for Tulsa King. It looks pretty good. It's. I feel like something I would want to watch. I don't really watch a lot of Sylvester Stallone stuff because I feel like it is kind of like the same. Like he's just (laughs) the same like dude and everything. Uh, And he's got this weird, like, way too much plastic surgery voice. Yeah, dude, I was about to say. It bugs me. Bugs me. But it kind of works in this. Very fake looking, yes. Um, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with the poll. Um, I think Narcos is fantastic for... Well, what I like about Narcos is that... So, Tulsa King, not very anything different. It's about... He gets told by, like, the New York mob. He gets sent to Tulsa to kind of, like, take over Tulsa and, like, the horse racing there. And kind of just starts trying to run Tulsa as like a gangster. Whereas like Narcos um, does a fantastic job and something a little different where it like tells the story of 
uh, Pablo Escobar. Um, and it's like the real, it's like a documentary, but completely dramatized because they use footage and actual events and things from that actually happened. So like they do a really good job basically bleeding in the drama dramatization of it with the real events. Like sometimes it's really spooky how like close they get things and <laughs> it has a definitive end because, you know, rip Pablo, um, all that jazz. What? So, wow. <laughs> what? Alert, dude. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Like I haven't seen Tulsa King. I have seen Narcos. I think Narcos is really, really good. Um, I think they're also doing like the spinoffs are really good as well. Narcos. Yeah. Diego Luna, Narcos Colombia or Mexico. Yeah. Mexico Columbia is coming. I think. So the Mexico one tells the story of uh, a DEA agent that was kidnapped and murdered by the cartel. And uh, I followed that. There's like a 90s movie that I like made for TV movie about this that I watched all the time. So I was super amped when this came out that it was actually getting like a good treatment. Yeah, it's a really, really, really screwed up story, but really good story. So, yeah, Narcos uh, for the win, I think. Also. One of the original original series, 2015. Yeah, pretty early. That's old. Yeah, yeah. and top notch. Even like even all the actors look like their real life counterparts. Uh, they yeah. do photos at the end, and it's it's spooky as well. Um, phenomenal show, phenomenal. Um, so yeah, we get that one. The Narcos. There he is, Pablo. The man, the myth. Moving on. What do we got next? What do we got next? Oh, no, not this one. Oh, geez. Man, we've got Netflix's original uh, Mike Flanagan series, The Haunting of Hill House. The one that started it all. Um, speaking of that being an anthology, Narcos is kind of becoming like a series anthology of just drug dealers um, and drug cartels. So kind of a cool concept there, but it is all progressive. Anyways, versus... One of Prime's actual kind of like original originals, uh, The Man in the High Castle, uh, started in 2015. The poll, 18 for Hill House, 15 for High Castle. Wow, that was close. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I was actually very surprised that High Castle um, pulled this because I don't know many people that have seen it. Um, I've seen both of these shows. Uh, I like them both. They're obviously very different um, with Hill House being a horror anthology series the first in it by mike flanagan absolutely love hill house like it, it's a it's a season of something that i would watch again and i have watched again um it's both scary well written um and just like a good show and kind of like a little bit of a thriller um whereas man high castle is a alternate history piece um basically it's about um, there's these books that like exist that kind of rewrote history. Um, and there's like two different kind of like not dimensions, but like alternate realities. And the main reality kind of exists in it is this one where the Nazis won the war. They took over America. Um, basically the, the East coast, the Eastern seaboard of America is controlled by Nazi Germany. And then the West coast is owned by the Japanese. And there's kind of like a no man's land in between where like, american rebels exist and it's all about smuggling these these uh these reels of this other reality um mm -hmm. to kind of like reveal the truth super fascinating based on a book um or series of books but also really good um it the trick with that one is that 
probably the first season is like a little bit on the lower budget side. Um, definitely not going to land with everyone. And you got to really kind of pay attention, be invested in that niche of information to like, like it. Whereas Hill House, yeah. I mean, everyone loves Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with you on the Hill House. I think Man in the High Castle is really good too. As far as like, I mean, it probably takes the cake as far as world building goes. Yeah. Everything that's going on around the the world that they built. If the Nazis had had won World War II, just little things here and mm-hmm. there, like you know, they're they're ordering sake cocktails because the Japanese won, and that's their their alcohol and stuff. Little things like that. It's just really cool. But I, yeah, I mean, this is a tough matchup because Hill House is just so damn good. You know, so good. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, <clears throat> Hill House is great because it's just. A family drama that has some scary stuff in it. Right. Like, if you remove the horror aspect of Hill House, it's still a fantastic show. Um, and you don't get that much in the horror genre. No. Um, no. So I, I just think that... and I haven't seen uh, The Man in the High Castle, so I can't really weigh in. <laughs> other than I think the, the quality of of the the one season of hill house that you get is just so high yeah i agree and it's got some of the best like hidden ghosts in anything that i've ever Uh, seen in my life like some of them are like so in your face you totally miss them but when you go back you're like how did i miss the 10 ghosts standing behind the staircase (laughs) at the opening scene you know don't they have uh is is the one episode in the funeral home is that a one-shot episode or just does it feature a very long one-shot it because it's, it's really cool it's i believe they do have like the middle part of that show is like episode is like a one-shot um that episode so i remember reading phenomenal. something about how they how they did the camera dance um yeah to like pick that all up yeah so. uh great great if if i i would have to obviously cast my vote for hill house because i haven't seen the other but um yeah, I it, it it I would make a much stronger case for High Castle if it wasn't up against Hill House. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's the tough part here. But um, hearing none for the objection to the the poll winning, so Hill House, uh, we'll get up the Hill House. If you haven't seen oh, that, I recommend yeah. going watching it. Go watch it. I really want to watch uh, High Castle though. You it's definitely good. should. It's good. What's it on again? Prime. Prime. Nice. <clears throat> Prime, prime, prime. Nice. Well, hey, we're scooting right along. Oh yeah, we got we got places to go. All right. <laughs> End of <Bed>. this tournament. <laughs> Bed. Bed. Um, my fifth match. My fifth match here. Um, this one's interesting. This one. This one is. Uh, this one's interesting. Um, is this one it, interesting? It, yeah, it's twenty sixteen. It's twenty sixteen's The Crown on Netflix. Um. Which is on its fifth season, just wrapped. Features uh, our favorite Space Mormon Foundation atomic reactor guy. Um, spoiler: <laughs> first four episodes um, of the whole series. Oh, so dang. sorry, rip, um, rip. One of these days we'll learn his name. Yeah, <laughs> but like now I like, it's I like our name where him. it's been such a running thing now that like I refuse to look it up because yeah, <laughs> I mean I could, but I mean I haven't, so I'm not going to. <laughs> The Crown on Netflix first, first Loki on uh, Disney Plus here. Um, 
the poll. This is crazy. This is this is this is wild. I, I did not see this coming at all. Um, twenty five for Loki, eight for the Crown. Oh, um, ho, 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 ho. I mean, wow. I'm not gonna lie. I did see that coming. I didn't think the Crown stood a really? chance. I would have been more surprised if it, even if it was a narrow victory for the Crown in the poll, I would have been shocked. So, so here here's my stance on this one. For the same reasons. I went Ozark against Andor. I believe we should go the crown against Loki because the crown is a phenomenal, magnificent writing. And it isn't, a, I think where people misunderstand this show is it, it's not really about the Royal family or the queen. It, it's about the passage of time. Simply that concept you have one thing that exists longer than like any of us straight up have existed. Right. Um, and it's really about the royal family, the queen and how they deal with the times that change around them. Like they've been around a long time and it's crazy because it's a historical period piece through several periods. Every, every two seasons is a different period piece as they hit like the fifties. And then they hit like, 60s 70s and currently the show runs up into the 90s so it's a great time capsule for the passage of our past 80 years um on this planet so totally awesome totally awesome show and i think 25 responses for loki is pure just everyone's favorite marvel show because uh they like tom hiddleston yeah uh, I think Loki definitely is riding the coattails of being on Disney, uh, being a, a Marvel product, and then on top of that, being a Loki-centric piece. Um, having not seen The Crown, I probably would still be okay with The Crown winning. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would be as well. So, Loki also is a story about time because you have the time police yeah <laughs> just throwing it out there oh yeah well, no, the, it's about time but not the passage of time well well until, until the end the passage and and restoration and uh strength and solidity of the timeline nonsensical um, timeline I will say the thing that Loki does have going for it um, would be the the world building um, because it introduces the next you know big bad of of the the current MCU phase and that's Kang uh, the Conqueror. Um, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Loki, shows up at the end um, and really cool villain is going to be the new big bad and. Uh, on top of that, the things that Loki does, um, you know, much like WandaVision broke the the cookie cutter mold of Marvel uh, products in its presentation and premise, Loki like saw that and was like, "Hey, hold my whatever mead flask." I don't, I don't know, <laughs> um, and kind of took that breaking out of the box like to the next level with the weird timeline stuff and all the crazy visual, the variants and all that stuff. Still all that being said, I 
probably am certain that the crown is still a better show than Loki. Okay. All That's right. the only one. Not I think sure we got our saying. answer. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have to vote. Dad's mad. Oh, mad dad. And- and I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't even talk about the cast or like the acting quality in the Crown. I'll save that for later. Um, yeah. Hold on. By the here. way, our favorite actor's name is Jared Harris. You mean Matt Smith? No, I mean Jared Harris. <laughs> We're on to our new favorite actor, Matt Smith. Here, he's going to yeah. show up again. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, we have we, this. Hasn't this isn't the last you'll see Matt Smith? He'll be back. But yeah. Awesome. Thank you for the crown winning this round. That's going to be really spicy. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. We might get, we might get some pushback for this. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine with it. We're going to get pushback for Andor. Like, come on. Yeah, but I don't think we'll get I was going to say, is that the first one we've, but it's not, it's not the first because Andor won that poll, right? Yeah. So that's the second one. I did another one. I forget which one. Uh, Did you look here? See? We already got angry, Jeez. angry viewers Jeez. out there. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, like he said earlier, yeah, he had issues. Happy, come on. He, he, he had issues when we did our Star Wars power ranking. That's true. Uh, right. Yeah, true. That <laughs> I think we nailed that. To be honest, this is what he said earlier. <laughs> this is more painful to watch than the Star Wars ranking episode. <laughs> hey, do, do you know what pain is? The truth hurts. Man. Yeah, the truth does. hurts. Truth hurts. That's what we deliver around here. I stand firmly bad. behind our Star Wars ranking. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's good ranking. <laughs> uh, all right, so what we got here? What, what matchup are we on? Now? Oh, boom. Okay. This one? I don't know. This one matchup a six? little bit almost like the last one. I'm a little less passionate about these two, but I think it's a very cool matchup. Um, we have The Handmaid's Tale on Netflix, uh, number three seed, by the way, uh, versus Disney Plus's Moon Knight, uh, number 14 seed. Handmaid's Tale, still an ongoing series. I think they are on, they wrapped season five in 2022. Um, and then Moon Knight being obviously a, a one and done as far as we're aware and what we know, but obviously ties to the much wider MCU. Um, though I think that was a little bit of a complaint to it is that it didn't really. It's kind of like a, as far as, far as they, you know, the way they set it up, it could be a standalone, right? It doesn't do a lot of tying into the rest of the MCU directly. Um, Poll, Handmaid's Tale for 18 and Moon Knight for 15. So pretty close there. Three point spread on that one. Oh. Honestly, having not seen The Handmaid's Tale, I would be perfectly, perfectly okay with it beating Moon Knight. Um, I, I think... My my overall opinion on the MCU series, they're they're good in terms of the superhero genre. But like if you match that up against a quality series of any other genre, I would almost always pick the other show. Um they they still got a ways to go, these superhero shows. Particularly the MCU ones. I think uh what we saw from Peacemaker is like a step yeah. that the superhero shows need to go in. And um, I'm really excited for the new DCU series that we're going to get on HBO, like particularly the Lanterns one, the true detective, but Green Lantern style. Like, I think that's got a really good promise. But um, MCU has been fizzling out uh, for me, I think for us as showboys as a whole. Um, 
they're just I think yeah, I think gotta, gotta the issue something. the issue there and you kind of like almost hit on it is when when whether it be Star Wars or MCU right um, when you're so baked into a specific genre I guess um, when they go to do something different with these series they they try to like step out and be like, we're going to do something crazy different, like with this series, but it's so on brand with just being just a superhero adaptation of insert other genre. Whereas, um, I mean, Handmaid's Handmaid's Tale and series like it are serious adaptations of otherwise serious books. Um, well-written full of drama. Um, and what you said about Peacemaker is what was great about Peacemaker is superhero. Yes. But the, the heart of the show was not a superhero on brand show by any means. It had like superhero elements, but that wasn't the driving force of the show. Whereas like Moon Knight, like it's about Moon Knight, right? Do Moon Knight things. Same thing with like <laughs> Loki. It's about Loki doing Tom Hiddleston, Loki things. 100%. Like, there's nothing really much else going on there. Yeah. And then you get the boom, Marvel reveal at the end, phase 10, whatever, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. I want to say, I just to play devil's advocate, <clears throat> you know, where this is basketball themed, a big uh, topic of contention in the NBA, uh, oftentimes is MVP voting. And, you know, people like, LeBron or Kobe or Michael Jordan or Giannis uh, and now like Joker now not winning three MVPs because of voter fatigue. Like Mm -hmm. the media and the writers are like, they've already won two. Like they don't need another one. Let's give it to someone else. Um, I would almost want to say that the, these MCU, these new MCU uh, products are kind of getting <laughs> the the voter fatigue uh, for us. Um, but to build off what you said, Nick, like they do things in WandaVision and Loki and Moon Knight that uh, you can clearly tell they're trying to like break out of that mold. But like you said, they still keep that same tone. And then usually uh, by the end of the show, they revert all of the stuff that they tried to yeah. do right back into the lane. Like, yep. Like yep. They, did, they just did. They just kind of went left of it. center a little bit. And then they're like, Oh crap. All right, let's get back. Let's yep. get back in the lane here. Too dangerous. We... Too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a show like peacemaker fully embraces the wacky nature of the show. Right. And doesn't apologize for it. Um, our buddy ready. This is uh ready, by the way, if you watch the, <laughs> D streams he was killing us on sunday <laughs> he says i like moon knight in general i like the comic book and stuff uh i'm sure the comic's cool uh i think the the premise of moon knight is really interesting but the the marvel product is just so conformed to its template yeah. that even when they try to do cool things it just still goes right into that template and that's what Moon Knight had going for it was it it was a cool adaptation of a cool character right in Marvel like that was fun and awesome to do and then the first half of WandaVision also very awesome things they did but like you said the perfect way to put it they very quickly 
are like, all right, we got to get back on, on brand here. Otherwise <laughs> like this is too risky for us. Um, yeah. Insert typical humor, typical yeah, yeah. tie to everything, which is why not to go down this rabbit hole and derail the entire episode. Cause we're only halfway through and we got a lot to get through. Still. <laughs> but this is what Batman versus Superman <clears throat> suffered from it it went out of its lane and stayed out of its lane. And then people are like, what is this? <laughs> this isn't, this isn't in the Marvel lane. We can't have this. And then, <laughs> well, now Warner brothers is owned by discovery and <laughs> none of the DCEU people have jobs anymore. So, <laughs> um, so sad, but yeah, anyways, uh, so handmaid's tale. Yeah. Give me that win. Put that dub up. Bam. Boom. Bam. Boom. Bam. Look at that fresh pick. Man, the Elizabeth Moss just like death stare. If you if you want to see more of that, she does it in everything. Go watch the show. <laughs> they put it in every other episode. Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. They lean into it hard. Uh, Reddy wants to know if his dad is still in D and D. You'll have to ask Joe that. He's he's the he's the the DM, my friend. I hope so. I hope he's still there. That'd be quite sad for you if he wasn't. Uh, two more matchups here, Nick. Let's go. We got matchup seven. I don't think this matchup is seven. Be close. Man, we have At the least prime original. Heart. Yeah. We have the prime original, Sneaky Pete, against honorary prime original, uh, The Expanse. So obviously, this was originally originally on sci fi. Whatever reason they dropped it, and Prime was like, nah, that's a dumb idea. We're going to take that. So um, for better Breaking rules, our own rules here, aren't we? Just, just a tad. <laughs> just a tad. I think, I think this one's a little different because the show is kind of canceled right and then prime picked it up and revived it yeah as opposed to just taking a show that was existing and being like no that's ours now yeah because it was completely dropped and then they completely took ownership of it and then continued it there's a few narrow misses in here chad we can break the rules sometimes <laughs> it's our show uh, and Nick if you were here for the show draft. entire month of march yeah I'll, I'll never miss another show draft in my life to be honest with you <laughs> yes somehow the chosen snuck in in the expanse <laughs> don't well, hate don't hate well 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 hey don't worry you got your your, yeah, your you've got port. your freaking. Yeah. I'm sitting comfortable over Golden here. Yeah, yeah. Don't over you I'm sitting comfortable worry. over here. <laughs> Don't you worry. Anyway, um, man, I've seen both of these. Have you guys seen? I've not watched both Sneaky of Pete, these. No, I have okay. not watched Sneaky Pete either. No. no okay. Sneaky Pete for me. If you like Giovanni Ribsy, Sneaky Pete's good. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. If, if you don't like him, don't watch it. Yeah, not a fan. Giovanni Ribsy. Yeah, not a fan. So it's super niche. Um, he's just basically a con man, and then he cons his way. He has to get out of town, goes into like a rural town, and like pretends to be someone else, and gets involved in all the the drama that that comes with uh, pretending to be someone else. Um, in a rural town, full of rural small town drama. Um, versus the Expanse, Space uh, Mormons, Space Mormons, yes. like actual. <laughs> named their space mormons like that's what they are uh, we're not making that up um fantastic show uh based off series of books where each season has a different theme right the first one is very much uh a nor i can never say this word um chad say it for me nor noir. Noir. noir noir uh yeah. is a detective noir um 
which is fantastic. But each season takes on a different theme. Generally, it's about the solar system and roughly like 300 years. And there's Earth, right? That's basically like the UN. We got the independent people of Mars. And then we have the Belters. Um, Has a bunch of awesome, like, been in a ton of thing actors. And um, (laughs) it's a fun ride. In the crown. The one guy. Jared Harris. Um, His name's Jared Jared Harris. Harris. Jared Harris, yeah. Um, The thing about The Expanse is... um, it's it's accuracy to like science fi- like science fact like how things actually work physics wise in space and how they're able to make this like slow otherwise boring like physics of space like super like um nerve-wracking and mm-hmm. yeah full of drama is awesome um plus like there's just some mind bendy stuff in there and it's just a fun ride like everything they don't really double down on anything too space much. Space politics, always doing super different. cool. Yeah, space politics. Star Wars invented them. Um, everyone <laughs> hated them for it, but now we love it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now, so I've the been, poll. I've been getting the the itch to revisit the Expanse. Really? Like yeah. it's just a, it's a cool world that they built out in there. Like it is. It's movie, movie. Um, oh yeah, the factions, all that stuff. Anyway, the expanse twenty three to ten on Sneaky Pete. Um, I think this is just simply the expanse is awesome. It's more popular and seen than Sneaky Pete. It's just kind of like a, a prime sleeper. Like if you're digging around prime, you'll find it. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's popular one there. One of their early originals as well. Um, but I have no reason to discount the poll on this one. And same, I'd say we give the the expanse. I agree. Fun fact, uh, I've had Chernobyl's IMDb page up this whole time, and it's playing through all Jared Harris's uh, roles. <laughs> he was in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. He's Jeez. in everything. Dude gets around, huh? He's been on like seven shows we've talked about dude, so I'm far. telling you. That dude, he's literally in everything. I can never remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's so good. So good. All right. I feel like uh, your final matchup here, Nick, is going to be a real Ooh. spicy one. And yeah. I am okay. not joking. I said okay. with all seriousness. I don't know how we get through this one, but we have Netflix's 2021 made at my number two seed in my bracket. Look out against my number 15 seed, and that's the prime original. War of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Um, yes. I don't know where to begin other than I've seen Rings of Power. I have not seen Made other than as I walked through the living room when my wife watched it. Uh, <laughs> looks super good very serious touched on some pretty deep subject matter basically a single mom working as a maid trying to deal with life and trying to keep custody of her kid be a good mother um not be poor um all the above i believe there's a little bit very abusive relationship abusive relationship is there is there like a little bit of addiction in there or am i thinking of euphoria definitely euphoria. i don't think that's my euphoria um And then, obviously, we have, I don't think I have to say anything about the Rings of Power. Everyone on the planet had to deal with or enjoyed that um, quite thoroughly. <laughs> you know, in the poll, what did the poll say? Well, this is the issue. We have made at the number two seed, um, whereas Lord of the Rings got 21 against Maid's 12. Um, 
So, yeah. so uh, here's a comment from uh, Discord user Rachel. Shout out! Uh, mm, shout out! Um, she was talking about the the bracket in her Discord, her podcast Discord. What the finance? By the way, double shout out. Um, she said, you know, uh, made in Lord of the Rings tough decision here uh she said although though with those last two i picked lord of the rings because i actually finished the season made is a tough watch uh not in a bad way as in like challenging because of the content uh the writers did such a phenomenal job laying out the question why didn't she just leave uh so awful for folks experiencing partner violence um again uh having not watched the entire series from beginning to end, just watching uh, large chunks while my wife was watching and I'm like passed through a room and then I'd sit down and I ended up watching like 25 minutes of an episode. Um, Made is probably one of the bleakest shows <laughs> outside of like uh, black mirror. Um, it is, it is a very tough watch, but in like, the best ways because it's very challenging content um the writing is phenomenal and uh the 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 main actress there um really just crushes that role um and i I think as a whole like package i would vote made over rings of power having seen all of rings of power um I think in our review of Rings of Power, I described it as aggressively mediocre. And I think, you know, it's lack of exposure for Maid that caused that po- the poll result. Plus, uh, much like the MCU, uh, Rings of Power is just riding the waves of coming from the Lord of the Rings uh, IP, you know, prod- products there. But yeah, what what do you guys what do you guys think, Dad? You got opinions? <laughs> He's in pain. I'm I'm in a lot of pain right now. <laughs> I can't. Don't make me decide. Please don't make me choose. Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power won the poll, but Mike's making the argument that Made is clearly the better show. I mean, just look at can. the just base off the average upset. overall rating. Uh, yeah, I mean, it came in at a two seed. But just like in college basketball, there are upsets. And it's not going to be this one. (laughs) I'll be putting my foot down for that. (laughs) Veto. You're you're for made then? I'm for made, yeah. Yeah. I'm also just solely based on my pure unhinged hatred of Rings of Power. (laughs) This was supposed to be unbiased. unbiased it is unbiased it's totally unbiased i haven't seen i haven't even seen made how's it i'm not biased unhinged overrides the unbiased nature of it right okay you're allowed to unhinge for one one thing i guess okay that's my rule you get one unhinged unhinged (laughs) i'm just uh the average overall rating for made 86.7 that's pretty pretty solid i cannot believe this is even a watch made Unless you're saying that Rings of Power shouldn't be in the discussion. Um, yeah. Dude, I didn't I even know anybody actually enjoyed Rings of Power, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I've I not thought, talked to a single person you know, that, that thought I it thought was. There were parts The, that the were mediocre enjoyable. comment, like, really does hold true. Like, I mean, it was fun. It was a fun watch, but, like, 
objectively, nothing was great about it. Some some parts were annoying, some parts were cool, but nothing was like, yeah, this really deserves to be part of like the Lord of the Rings realm of TV. Just so I don't have to break a tie, I'm just going to go with Lord of the Rings on this one. Because um, I'm always the one breaking the ties on this damn show, and I'm always the one getting in trouble for my pick. One way or the other. Either Chad Rings of me. Power is moving on? I can't. Yeah, I can't believe it. Oh, my I'm about the tiebreaker. Mike, that. you have to vote. I vote for Maid. Yeah, it's Then Maid wins. And Dad didn't vote, so he's a vote in Maid. <laughs> did he ever get his opinion out? I, I don't think he did. I did vote for Maid. Oh, See, okay. made wins. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Let's move on from this, huh, shall we? We got to give Made her dues. There she is. Congratulations, I mean, look, at that. look at that vacuum. Look at that. That's a vacuum? That is a vacuum. Wow. Yeah, she's a maid. Yeah. Well, well earned. Well, let the record show that I went with the popular opinion on this one. So um, <laughs> I don't want to get stoned by the by the crowd outside my house <laughs> all right Tomorrow. moving on we are halfway through this we still got two divisions to go through now we are we are on to division chad this should be interesting i'm excited to see what comes of this uh we got the first matchup here take it away sir yes our first matchup is flea bag in outer range now this is we're starting the way I didn't want to start, which is I've never seen either of these. However, <laughs> however, just want to I throw this seen... out there, guys, for anyone yeah. who hasn't seen the Patreon episodes, we we totally were, a, I mean, in a limited ca capacity, able to pick the shows in our division. So the fact that Chad picked, yeah, two, these were late. Picks. Shows. Yeah, these were late. <laughs> never seen. And, and I'll be honest. I'll be honest. At, at a certain point, I was going just solely on rating, so that's where Fleabag came, I believe. Um, yes. But I did Chad watch the Wars. trailer for both of these. Outer Range really uh, caught, piqued my interest far more than Fleabag. Fleabag's just not my jam. It's like it looks like it's like a love comedy in like London or something. But what I do like about it is at least in the trailer, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking stuff and I'm always a big fan of that. So it oh, might be a show cool. that mm. might maintain my interest just solely on that. Mike, have you seen Fleabag? Chad Wars? I have not, but the, but as ready pointed out, the sign has now changed to Chad. Yeah. Wars. <laughs> All right. Paul, the poll. I have on not this. seen Fleabag. I have seen outer range. Outer range was very fun. Well, the poll the poll goes for out of range, twenty one to twelve. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I think that out of range, at least for my personal interest, I know we're trying to be non biased here. It just looks like a far more interesting show. Um, Wyoming rancher who's fighting uh, for his land and family he discovers a mysterious black void in the pasture after the arrival of Autumn, a drifter with a connection to Abbott's ranch. Yeah, um, it's basically sci-fi Yellowstone. Yeah, right. And they, they, that's a that is one hell of a way to put it because that's really it's really what the trailers look like. So, um, yeah, for me, I mean, this is this is easy. I, have you guys seen Fleabag? Any of you? No. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big comedy guy, so it's not probably ever gonna fumble its way onto my watch list. <laughs> but so we we call on this upset of, of the tournament so far. Upset. Yeah. Whoa! Out that's of range, a huge upset. taking down the number one seed. 
That's kind of nice. bit myself in the foot by picking the highest rated show and then knocking it out in the first round. But <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> it's what a turn of events. Yeah. Wow. So I like, our next... I like, I like what Reddy's doing here, by the way. You know, for, for the winners and losers of these divisions, we had Knicks versus the Ricks. Knicks being the winners, Ricks being the losers. Now we got the Chads versus the Rads. <laughs> But wouldn't you want Chad to be the winner and not the Reds? But Red sounds like it should be the winner. Legendary. I don't know. We'll have to, <laughs> have to workshop that a little bit. But So, moving on to our next uh, matchup, we have HBO's oh, House of the Dragon. Man. And Disney Plus's WandaVision. Now, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, the, there's a clear winner here for me. But I do want to argue for WandaVision a little bit. Because when I watched the trailer for WandaVision, it looked like it was going to be the worst show that I would ever end up watching. And actually quite the opposite turned yeah. out to be true. Uh, it actually was a phenomenal show. And I, I was kind of shocked at that because <laughs> they just didn't do a good job building that first trailer. Cause I was like, yeah. you know, this was the first trailer coming off of Netflix's Marvel stuff. And I'm like, this is what they're doing at Disney plus. Like, what the hell are we doing? Like hey, quick, quick question. Is, is that still arguably maybe like the best Marvel TV show? I was going to ask, or that. is that, it's it's arguably argue the best arguably the best disney plus marvel show i'll give you that i'll give you that oh yeah because because chad chad's a big fan yeah. of the netflix marvel shows sure. yeah. okay. so um yeah but I, I i definitely think it it held up i thought the action was cool i thought the playing with the realities was really there's a lot of cool stuff in there however <laughs> also the dragon house of the dragon is sitting across the aisle from uh, WandaVision here and yeah I mean that for this show to come and ride the coattails of Game of Thrones my favorite show of all time one of the best shows I've ever watched and live up to the hype pretty much the whole way through uh, it's it's kind of a shock it took a established world and made it feel very different made the story it was telling in it very different um, to, and to, to some ahead. degree it like reestablishes the world because I mean, it comes earlier, but like it, it makes us a strong case that it like is the precursor like to right. game of Thrones. Like it's yep. kind of nuts how it, it stands on its own, like completely divided. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just cool to see like how different the world is back in that time as well in the show, like how different the red keep is, how different the city surrounding it is. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, this is a no-brainer for me, but I do want to point out that Matt Smith in this is just absolutely freaking phenomenal through and through. He is he is the standout star of this this series, and there's a lot of standouts. Uh, Your as spirit far as animal, Matt Smith. My spirit animal, for sure. <laughs> um, and I think that uh, I was a little concerned with like the actor changes uh, that we were going to go through, and I think they actually ended up being pretty good, so... Um, shout out our companion series that you guys should all go check check yeah. out. Um, yeah, shout out and I break it down. Yeah, but give me some polls, please. Oh man, you're not gonna believe this. Um, narrow, narrow victory for House of the Dragon. The poll, seventeen to sixteen. Yeah. Wow, barely I mean, scaled I'm... out. That MCU power is nutty. It's real. Yeah, it's real. It's real it thing. is. Uh, can we just? Talk about the elephant in the room with the nine seed. Do you guys think right. it was deserving of the overall rating of hold on, hold on. 82.3. That's pretty good, but 
we have to remember Chad picked a ton. He was picking like some real serious hitters when it comes to <laughs> average ratings. Too. Yeah. yeah. So his 82 is like the high end for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his middle seed is like my high, my, my top five seed. Right. All right. So let's move on here. And this one. Speaking of. Yeah, this one's get is a little tough for me, but not really in the grand scheme of things. We have Daredevil from Netflix and Midnight Mass, also from Netflix. And uh, we talked about this a little bit, and I can't remember what episode it. I'm I'm a big fan of Midnight Mass. I think that it's probably the second or third I rated it out of Flanagan's shows. Mm, Yeah, Um, I think it's really good. I don't necessarily like the way the story panned out towards the end. I thought it wasn't going to be a vampire story. It should have certainly been a demon story. That would have been way cooler. Um, you know, if they brought this demon back to this devout uh, Christian town and that's that's what they were uh, following and that's what was curing everybody. But the vampire stuff, it's cool. It's fine. I think it's a fun ride. But across the aisle is Daredevil and I mean, I'm not going to harp on it too much because I talk about Daredevil on the show all the time. This is by far the best Marvel series, in my opinion. And that includes everything on Netflix and everything on Disney+. Plus. You cannot beat uh, D'Onofrio's Kingpin and Wilson Fisk. Absolutely groundbreaking performance as a character, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. It's exciting that we're now getting him in to the Disney Plus stuff as well. Um, but give me some polls on this one and then we can discuss. I think you're gonna be happy. Um, Daredevil twenty five. Oh, to wow. eight. I was not imagining uh, a landslide like that, but I do agree with the overall outcome that yeah, Daredevil is better than Midnight Mass. But I wouldn't say it's like that crazy of a difference. Well, I think in because um, Daredevil is related to like the um, to like the punisher and all those net all those netflix things well when when all the drama about like the punisher being canceled and all that jazz like when eminem's like saying like that's stupid and like about to like fight <laughs> netflix over it whatever yeah. like yeah it gets it, i feel like at that point like a lot of attention got put on these netflix um marvel shows and yeah. it really kind of got super just generally popular because everyone was like what they're good sweet yeah, I think that Eminem I think was that, throwing a fuss about this game. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was he was oh, he was really. getting riled up. I think Daredevil was was popular. I think it was the popular one. Um, I think the the Eminem that stuff probably made the other ones popular. I think Jessica Jones is really good. Punisher's good. Uh, I didn't like Luke Cage or the other one, but Daredevil's just got what we're kind of complaining the MCU doesn't have now, which is like a darker, grittier, more serious take on mm-hmm. Marvel's. New York, at least. So uh, that coupled with the you know one shot fight scenes, which are freaking phenomenal. Uh, the it's just hallway, a, the staircase, yeah, the hallway, the prison, prison. The prison thing. is awesome. Yeah, it's so, such a great show. So it's it, it's going to be a. I mean, I I think it's a clear clear victory here. Yeah. Yeah, any, and any I think a, a way to also like pit that up against Midnight Mass, like what scenes stick out in midnight mass like the the stair the staircase or the yeah prison. i mean it's yeah. the, the there's a couple that stick out and it really revolves around the vampire thing the first time you see that down in the like catacomb or whatever it's horrifying i don't think it's got the the level of 
horror that his other stuff has. It's yeah. got its moments. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I loved the show. I loved where they were going, and then the vampire thing just was like, nah. You know, it like ended like <laughs> nah. Like you okay. could have taken it. Uh, you could have took it a way cooler way. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, what sticks out to you in Midnight Mass, scene wise? Anything? Like, do you even uh, remember? No, yeah, nothing pops yeah. up like like yeah. those two in Daredevil, right? Exactly. Uh, or like the the door, the car door. Can't. Oh can't yeah. Unsee yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so are we going oh, with Daredevil here? We are. Yeah, yep. yeah. All right. Congratulations. Nice. Daredevil <laughs> moves on. And I will say, uh, I think that the the deviance, the deviation, I should say, from the typical MCU stuff, because, of course, these Netflix series were not a part of the MCU. They were very Correct. clear about that. Um, but they are, of course, they recast Charlie Cox and, and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, to gonna... reprise those roles, uh, but the the stark difference in grit and and darkness and tone of these shows uh, is, I mean, it's what people uh, adult audiences are looking for. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's, and we'll... but that's how spooked the MCU is of going off brand. Like they won't even like associate these shows with them because they're yeah. not on that MCU brand. Yeah. Like they have a, they have a, they have something there that they just can't get over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope that, I hope that born again is more in line with the original series and not taking a MCU spin on daredevil, but we'll see, but let's move on to yes, yes, our next, yes. our next one. Matchup four. Yep. Matchup four, which is Rami. Is that how you say it? Sure. Yeah. Prime okay. video. Sure. And uh, uh, the- Elliot's desk neighbor. Elliot's ah, desk neighbor. Yeah. Good season, for him. Season three. And then yes. Disney Plus's The Bad Batch. Now let's do Rami first. I have not seen Rami. Has anybody seen Rami? Mike? Nobody. No. Nobody here has seen, seen Rami. Follows a first generation American Muslim who is on a spiritual journey in this politically divided New Jersey neighborhood. It's a comedy. Um New you know Jersey. how I feel. I've been very vocal about how I feel with comedies. Uh, yeah. So Chad doesn't like to laugh, and it's unfortunate that it's going. <laughs> he up doesn't like Bad music. Batch. Doesn't like to laugh. Doesn't like. <laughs> I, I like music. I just don't have the the spiritual <laughs> connection that you guys you know. that you guys have too. Uh, it, and then we're gonna go up against Bad Batch and Bad Batch. Uh, I mean, we've oh, talked man. about Bad Batch a lot on here. And um, for them to take a set of characters from Clone Wars and spin a whole new show into it, and for that show to be animated in the same way as Clone Wars, it's, yeah, I mean, you can give me polls. There's a clear winner here for me in my mind. I think the polls is going to be a slaughter fest as well. But Plus, we'll see. the animation in the new season of Bad Batch, so good. Yeah. Like, it is so good. <laughs> I mean, is this an upset then if it's 25 to 8 for yeah. Bad Batch? Oh yeah, twenty five days. Yeah, that's yeah. a big dude. Man, we're getting you know, a lot. We're getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of upsets in your division. Upsets like in that. my division. That's what I get I think... for picking really good shows with really good rated shows. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, can I just say <laughs> that of all the Star Wars shows that are moving forward, the fact that I'm just looking ahead here, Andor being the prop, most likely only one that doesn't move forward is a crime against humanity. What have we done? It happens. What have we done? 
it was up a, up against a really good show. Yeah, it's just this not fair. Just yeah, not it's fair. Just not fair. <laughs> you so guys voted for it. Yeah, we did. I stand by it. As I, I do all my votes. It. As I do all my votes. Okay, let's go. Uh, I was pressured into my vote. Can't wait to hear your analysis of this matchup, Chad. Yeah, this one's. Uh, <laughs> I got a lot to say on this one. Uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel versus Titans. Now, Mike, you've seen Titans, correct? Yeah, okay. I've seen bits and pieces of of Maisel too. Okay. Uh, so so, talk to me about him then, since I haven't seen him. You're better to talk about it than I am. Okay uh titans above average maybe low grade great superhero show uh in comparison to superhero shows in the tournament um i'd say maybe maybe better than most (laughs) mcu shows not better than peacemaker not better than daredevil does your gauge go average great well, no, you jumped, it goes you average, right good, great. So we're like high tier average to good to like low grade, great. We're okay, like falling okay. somewhere yeah. in there. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay. From what I've seen of Maisel and what I've heard from my friends and wife who watched all of Miss Maisel, uh, Miss Maisel blows Titans out of the water. Uh, it's not going to get your vote because it is a comedy. It is pretty funny, um, but it, it's it's really well written, very well acted. It's got a pretty good pretty good cast. Yeah, so it's it's the late 1950s. Maryam Midge Maisel. <laughs> Go ahead and read that. <laughs> well, what you've done is taken a bunch of people who have only seen Star Wars shows and asked them to compare them to shows that they've never seen. <laughs> Yeah, That's but, why we're uh, here. Hey, to be fair, we we knocked off a Star Wars show, so it's not very bad. The best Star, Star Wars, Wars show. show. The yeah. best. Um, not according to him, though. I don't think he liked Andor. Yeah. Um, he but to be Andor. fair, I think the Bad Batch probably good. would beat Rami anyways. Rami's, yeah, 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 yeah. Rami's not, I don't think, deserving of that seat. Anyway. So let's do the synopsis for Maisel's <laughs> amazing. Mrs. Maisel. Joe has spoken. In the late 1950s, Maryam Midge Maisel has everything she has ever wanted. The perfect husband, two kids, and an elegant apartment on New York's Upper West Side. Her seemingly idyllic life, that's a hard word to stumble through, (laughs) takes a surprising turn when she discovers a hidden talent she didn't know she previously had, stand-up comedy. Sounds not my cup of tea, but um, <laughs> if you're saying, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of Titans. It looks, uh, I'll use your aggressively mediocre uh, comparison. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, I'm okay with number six winning here, but give us some polls. Man, the Titans takes it 18 to 15. Ooh, That's, close. That's close. Um, yeah, I would argue against the polls. Um, I think what, what includes Titans on this show is one uh, like lack of of great hbo max original series at the time we made this i had to add a bunch of caveats there it's not a great like it's not one of the greatest hbo in general shows hbo max original series it makes the cut um dc eu's strength was not the movies it has been it's uh 
series on HBO. Um, and of the the DCEU shows, this one is probably the strongest prior to Pre- Peacemaker coming out. As you can see, Titans came out in 2018, uh, you know, well ahead of Peacemaker. Um, but yeah, up against the the likes of, of Maisel, I would have to overrule the poll uh, just based on merit here. Miss Maisel has to go through. I'm in agreement. So, what are you guys thinking? Have either of you seen either of these? No. No. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Nice and easy. Miss Maisel. I mean, just that was my those pick. color combinations there. Yeah. That's a beautiful graphic, man. Well done. Holy yes. crap. Is that Irving? He needs a raise. No. Look at this. No, oh, it's, it's a sure look. That's Monk. That's awesome. I was going to say, it looked like Irving Irving a little bit. It does look like Irving. (laughs) Give you that. Uh, Matchup six. Yes, so let's move on here. The Queen's Gambit on Netflix 2020 and The Sandman 2022. Now, (laughs) uh, I am very partial to The Queen's Gambit. I think The Queen's Gambit is an absolutely phenomenal show. Um, It's one of those shows that typically wouldn't pick up and it just kind of fumbled in my lap at the fire department and then i didn't put it down uh i don't know what that main actress's name is um and Anna taylor joy uh, she plays a phenomenal like mentally unhinged psych <laughs> patient in this in this show and uh, with a mild drug problem with a mild drug problem and a incredibly how do i want to say this she's like a chess prodigy Yep, and uh, I I found myself kind of really enjoying the chess stuff in this for whatever yes. reason. I never played chess in my life, but it made it really really intrigue. I mean, intrigued me to learn. But um, I have not seen the Sandman. Have any of us seen the Sandman? I've seen like one and a half episodes. I think okay. I've seen the first five minutes of the first okay. episode. <laughs> okay, that good. Eh? Dad, did you have something for the Queen's Gambit? <laughs> No, I was just gonna say that sounds like my kind of woman. Yeah. <laughs> chess prodigy with a Men- with an unhinged an mental addicted, disorder, mentally and... unhinged chess yeah. prodigy. All no, you guys out there, I have no, I have no uh, sway either way. No sway either way. Give me I some polls. I would probably oh. lean towards Queen's Gambit. Poll takes it with a nineteen to Queen's Gambit, fourteen for the Sandman. Kind of close, but all you know, good, all good clear victor. Oh yeah. yeah fantastic nice nice oh we're, we're booking right along here we're uh yeah now that we're out of your division geez oh, yeah <laughs> sorry guys oh well, it's <laughs> it's quite the ride when when nobody has <laughs> seen half of these dang shows i gotta explain like <clears throat> no you don't you guys are killing me all right match up seven match up seven now this one this the i i'm very very partial to both of these shows i'll be honest with you I know that everybody sitting here has a winner for this probably, but it is Disney Plus's The Mandalorian and Netflix's Squid Game. And uh, we'll, we'll get The Mandalorian out of the way first. First Star Wars series. What's it um, about? Takes, uh, <laughs> takes a beloved style of character, makes a new one, and then gives us easily the most adorable Star Wars character we've ever gotten in Grogu. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it, it will always have a huge place in my heart because watching that first season is just like, holy shit. Like they finally found their 
their way to do Star Wars over at Disney. The magic sauce. Dude. Yeah. Space space western with a cute plushie. Yep. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Absolutely. That gets my vote. Yeah. And uh, on the other side, we have Squid Game. And Squid Game, uh, of course, I'm going to be partial to because it is a Korean series. Um, but it feels very Japanese. It feels very anime the whole thing through. Yeah, it's... Um, it's very it, it's ripped right out of an anime and there's so, probably anime so out there that that you know do something similar but it's about a a guy that's down on his luck and he joins a game i guess is the best way squid game <laughs> and it's basically a death elimination to the end to get a bunch of money and it is just it's, it, it's so, so good it's so, so wild. wild it's it's one of the wildest <laughs> shows i've ever watched it blew up when it came out i mean i had people that would not even get remotely close to touching anything japanese korean or anything like that watching it mm, that yeah. that i know so um however Sub dubbed uh so i watched it dubbed you know i i'm i'm a big fan of the dubbed stuff which a lot of people aren't i get it um but i watched it dubbed did you guys watch I, the squid game yeah i, I watched it uh dubbed too the is dub in this is, is actually really, really good. Um, Never heard I, you, of it. You'll barely probably even notice that it's being dubbed in, in most of the parts. It's it's done very well. Um, but yeah. you guys I like this here, comment right here. You guys up Square here need to. Mr. Beast, but for 18+. plus. That's really, and it's, yeah. I mean, that's a really good way to. to, to yeah. 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 And he actually, Mr. Beast did do Squid Game stuff. A he lot did. of Squid Game stuff. He did. Um, but if you want a crazy wild ride with a lot of violence, a lot of twists and turns, Squid Game all the way, my vote is Mandalorian. I mean, it's it's unfortunate Squid Game landed in this in this area, but. Get smoked. Yeah, it's a poll. Twenty three for Mandalorian, ten for Squid Game. Wow, wow, wow. So we we good with hey, that? I'm good it. with that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right, there we go. Worst image of the whole. Uh, entire... Yeah, very very pixelated. What um, the heck, guys? Yeah, Start whoever made this up. image. Way to go, Mike. <laughs> that made. Ooh, that's a that's a raise one right there. Uh, so have you guys watched the first episode of season no. three? No. Is it nope. three now? Yeah, it's big three. no. I, the I get confused with Boba Fett. Like, is is it season four or is it season three? Like, what's going on? Uh, what was the question? I heard Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah, I, I was just <laughs> making a terrible joke of being confused. That, that didn't land with anybody. Season Got three okay. of the man <laughs> or season four because of Boba Fett right there in the middle. It's Basically called a two point fiver, buddy. Yeah. It's funnier when you don't have to explain it. So next time, just, just, well, hey, you, just you leave it. Let the silence. Let the silence linger. <laughs> Speak, yeah. uh, I think this is my final matchup. Yeah, this is matchup and, eight. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have the number two seed, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and the number fifteen seed, Ouch. The Witcher. Man. And uh, again, picked up this one, Star Trek, because <laughs> because it had a high rating. However. Uh, it's got a decently high rating, I believe. It's number two yeah. seed in a in a jam packed um, division here over in Division Chad Wars. Uh, I'll read the synopsis of it. Division Chad Wars. It got a ninety point five. That's its overall yeah. rating. It's so Star Trek: Strange New World follows Captain Christopher Pike and crew Probably. of the starship USS Enterprise in the twenty third century as they explore new worlds. Imagine that throughout the galaxy in a decade before say. 
the Star Trek original series. So it is a prequel to the original series. I have absolutely less than zero ties to Star Trek in any capacity. You're either a Star Wars guy or a Star Trek guy in, in my mind, and we know where I land on that. I have watched the movies. I have tried to watch some of the older shows. Uh, meh. I like the science stuff in Star Trek, but meh. The Witcher, on the other hand, <laughs> and none of you have seen Star Trek or has anybody here seen Star Trek? The only Star Trek I've seen is the animated show Prodigy, I think. Prodigy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Under Decks? Under Decks, maybe that's it. Though there's two. I think there's yeah. a couple animated. Yeah, the series. Prodigy one is kind of like the the Rebels version of Star Trek. Yeah. So on the other side here, we have The Witcher and... Uh, it follows Geralt of Rivia, Crown Prince Ciri, and Sorcerer Yennefer. Now, this is based off of the books The Witcher, which was also made into a series of video games. Um, there's a there's a clear winner for me here, but give us the polls, and then we can talk about The Witcher a little bit more. Well, the polls uh, have caused an upset, but I think that's because of how The Witcher ended up in the 15th seat. But uh, yeah. 22 to 11 for The Witcher. Talk to me about The Witcher, Nick. The Witcher? Yeah. Man. The Witcher's good. It's fun. Um, each episode is themed much like um, kind of like the game missions are, where it's like there's a monster that you need to kill right but it's all like a, a nice build up to that that encounter which then um advances the story not the story it advances like the idea of the show like being a witcher which is the premise of it then there's like the the story that's going on in the background it also did this really cool thing that i loved where it told three timelines in at the same time you weren't aware of it but oh, wow. um Geralt here is like over the course of 10 years on the Siri bit is over the course of like two weeks. And the Yennefer stuff is also over the course of like many years as well. And then wow. they all kind of collide at the end. Spoiler. Yep. Um, <laughs> which was really, really cool. Um, so it, it, it's, it's good. I, yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed it. And I don't want to call it campy, but like, um, just the style where like an episode, like it's, it was, it kind of reminded me of like Gotham where there was like the villain or like the thing. It, yeah. it wasn't like this, the main story was the driver. It was like these very pointed episodes about right. monster craft. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's the jazz. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it definitely gets my vote. Um, I, I, I think we can't disagree with it with the polls. Um, no. I'm I am more intrigued by Star Trek now knowing that it's a prequel, but yeah, it's a clear winner for The Witcher for me. I have no uh, thoughts one way or the other. I've seen neither. You haven't seen The Witcher? No, dude, you're the worst, dude. What? Uh, you should. To be fair, I don't think I saw a mouth. single show in your your uh, <laughs> your bracket, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so Reddy says he's waiting for the SpongeBob versus Breaking Bad matchup. It's coming. Uh, you might be waiting. Yeah, we're, we still got one division next, to get through. The next, uh, and, uh, will be. He, he says you're supposed to say spoilers at the end of the stream, guys. Oh, yeah. Duh, gosh. Yeah. Totally forgot that part. Um, yeah, so, hey, we're, we're out of division, Chad, and we're into 
Division, Division Dad. Dad. And we're also out of time. Good night, okay. everybody. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Dude, yep. I think we pulled it around a little bit. We no, we're, at the we're end of mics, I was project. like, this is going to be like a five-hour episode. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, make we're, good progress. We're right we're, on target for a typical Showboys episode. We are. Um, so Sam, I'll be the lightning round. Here, buddy. Yeah, lightning round. Bonus All round. Right. My number one seed is Severance. Apple TV Plus. <sighs> Last year. Against the peripheral. Which Last came year. out the same year. Yeah. On Prime Video. Look at um, that seed. Whew. Dude. Number one versus number 16. It's a clear winner for me. I It's... <laughs> We got to talk about this though. I'm sad if because I I have a I have a feeling how the poll is gonna go. It doesn't matter but, how the poll is gonna but go. But that's that's only because <laughs> no one has Apple TV. Yes, this matchup has been the most intriguing matchup of the entire tournament for me since we drew the seedings and set the matchups. Mainly because these two shows try to do the same thing but one clearly does it well and the other kind of, uh, you know, pulls a Mark Sanchez and does a butt fumble. Like, I'm just going to pull all the like sports references since this is like March Madness. We're just going to, I know Nick, Nick's going to be lost, but uh, it's one of the, the best plays I've ever watched in my life, yes, by the way. The, one show pulls a massive butt fumble. Um, and I too agree with Jeff that the poll is going to be skewed due to lack of exposure, but let's hear the poll anyways. The poll, who man, seventeen for Severance, sixteen for the Peripheral. Wow, I did not see that coming at all. Holy I think the crap. last time we saw it, it was the Peripheral was up, wasn't it? When we oh. did our uh, per- poll reaction, yeah, I think so. Yeah, multiple times. I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say to your point, Mike, is that these shows are trying to do the same thing, but in a totally different way like the peripheral you have like all this fancy world building stuff that looks beautiful right severance takes a totally different approach minimalistic everywhere the office space is very like nothing really going on nothing flashy right um it just goes to show you could have a crazy awesome show without all the freaking um crazy looking stuff yeah yeah um so i think um honestly i think both of these shows are kind of under the radar i think peripheral is is a little more well known but that's not saying much i still think it's largely unknown yeah. uh but these shows do uh, a fantastic well no I, I still say peripheral does a good job of um telling a story that um about perceived reality right and it really uh these two shows do a great job of blurring the line of morality when it comes to that subject matter absolutely Um, the peripheral you know you have uh people taking over what are called peripherals in alternate realities or timelines it's Uh, technically their future timeline okay so they take over an android body their consciousness goes through a vr set into an android body into the future and they're able to like (laughs) live 
in this like move around feel in this like future timeline um and there's stuff that the future timeline is doing to the past timeline and this big mystery and all this stuff uh kind of cool but like i said we get we get a few butt fumbles through the series it's not executed as well as i'd like to see severance does an amazing job of blurring that line of morality between uh the the age-old question i don't even know if it's an age-old question but it is now it's a fantastic a fascinating question to think about like what if you could go to work and as soon as you walk into work everything outside of work leaves your mind and you only exist in work and then when you leave work that version of you that exists at work stays at work and when you're outside of work you have no memories of anything inside of work I mean, I basically do that anyway, <clears throat> in real life um, so <laughs> it has super trippy to. visuals it's a really trippy story and and it even has goats goats yeah goats um clear winner yeah at heads heads and shoulders above peripheral uh but yeah it's just funny that these these guys opened up uh round one against each other yeah so Got severance winner. it is eh? hey so much for that lightning round. Mike Mike kind of took you over there. I was going to say, so much for my lightning round. Thanks a yeah. lot. <laughs> Sorry, I just love Severance. Every Severance no, I, is... I don't I don't blame you. It's a, such a good show. You guys need to watch it. Now that I got you guys to watch Mr. Robot, my next like you know, whoa, show whoa, whoa, that I'm whoa. going calm to down, evangelize Mike. for is is Severance. Yeah, Mike, calm, calm down. down dude. Calm down just a little bit there, but <laughs> It is a really good show. Okay. Uh, next, we have number eight, Only Murders in the Building, against HBO Max's Station Eleven. <laughs> we'll start with Station Eleven, a limited series on HBO Max, post-apocalyptic, weird stuff going on. There was a traveling theater production team. Um, they went around doing like old Shakespearean plays. I don't know if you guys watched it. You, anyone see it? It was okay for a limited series. I was hoping for a lot more because, uh, like, there was this virus that killed everybody, made them crazy. I think um, there's some cult leader that was trying to take children, and it, it, it's a mess. It's a mess. Um, <laughs> and then you have only murders in the building. You got these three strangers that they are each obsessed. They're all obsessed with. Uh, a specific true crime podcast <laughs> and a murder happens in their building. So they obviously decide to make a podcast about it. Um, <laughs> that already gets my vote. It's, it's, about it's actually, okay. it, it's pretty good. I mean, next round I'll get, I've heard it that it's pretty good. Yeah. If it makes it um, Steve Martin, Martin short. I mean, they're great. They're great together. Um, it is a comedy, Chad. Yes, I know. That's why but, I have not watched it yet. But I hear so much about good, it. But it's not like over the top hilarious. Kind of got, you know, a little bit of dark comedy or, you know. Yeah. Darkness in there, you know. Um, but yeah, let's see the poll. The poll the for this. Say. It's crazy. 26 votes for only murderers in the building to seven for station. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Well, I guess I guess the number eight seed moves forward, eh? We will take it. 
Get smoked. Nice. Uh, and also Selena Gomez is in it. Yeah, I, really? I love it. Uh, I love that they're obsessed with podcasts, make their own podcast, and then like <laughs> become the internet sleuths that you see all the like Netflix documentary true crime yeah. things about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you got the trifecta there. Well, the crazy um, thing is like, so Steve Martin's character was in movies like back in the day, like like a one and done type what? movie, and he couldn't get a job. Um. Martin Short is a uh, producer for uh, theater. Like he's always trying to do productions for theater and he gets turned down and he had like this one big flop and he's jobless. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it since it made it through. We'll talk about it some more next week. I got to throw this comment up big from, uh, <laughs> from our severance discussion. The, <laughs> hmm, yes, sir. That age old question I've totally thought of before. Hmm, yes. Hmm, yes. Well, see, ready. If you had a job, maybe you would. No, I'm just kidding. That was rude. Ouch. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. <clears throat> All right. Matchup number three. What do we got here? Sir? We have number five, Mindhunter versus number 12, Bosch. Uh, this is a tough one for me. Like I, Mindhunter's cool because it like it's the story like where they started to get into like getting into the criminals' minds, like the, the psychology of it all. Like, why are they doing this? You know, why are they um killing people? You know, why are they doing this? So it's their journey of trying to figure out, um all that stuff so it, it, it's a fun ride i didn't for some reason it didn't really click with me um but on the other hand you have bosch which i love bosch um yeah i will fight for bosch i, I will Chad's fight for on bosch my, yeah. on my side <laughs> so so bosch is really cool because bosch i believe i could be wrong in this but i believe it's amazon's very first show um i think you're at right. the you're time right. They put out three or four pilots for shows and then gauged interest. And Bosch was one of those and got picked up for a series. So good. And so good, dude. But I'm like, a... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it's kind of like there's moments where it's kind of slow, like the pacing. But it doesn't matter. It's so like it just grabs you, you know, it does. Like, the storytelling is so wonderful in the show. I love it. Yeah, so I've I've read a couple of these books as well, and uh, and he just plays such a good Bosch. And that first season, I mean that that's probably one of my favorite first seasons of any show I've ever watched in my life. Typically, with most popular shows, it's like you have to kind of get through the first season while yeah. they're figuring out their budget, and they're right. figuring out their accents and all that crap. <laughs> Bosch is not that way. Bosch no, had comes out, out swinging, very very good with a great murder mystery. Um, it's, it's la i'm a huge la police you know a lot of the shows that i like are, revolve around that i will fight tooth and nail on this one so let's get the poll results let's before do it before i I'm start ready. swinging <laughs> i'll swing with you man yeah. we'll, we'll get this the poll goes in favor of the number five seed mindhunter at 25 votes to Ooh. the eight for bosch um decimation i would uh i would tend to agree with the poll but that's because i've not seen bosch i would like to add uh mine david fincher series gets a plus there he's, he's crazy 
we have a con, uh, a, a, a minus here. Um, Mindhunter has kind of been in limbo as far as uh, another season. And uh, recently has been just that idea has been shot down. Uh, Good. We will be so... no more Mindhunter. <laughs> well, so, here, um, let me to yeah. that yeah. argument. Bosh, how many? Five? Five, six, maybe? They have a spinoff. And there's a spinoff where after what? he's retired, he becomes a private investigator. So it, I he's mean, they're still going. Still um, what? What show was it that you guys were saying? Uh, was it Narcos, where the the actors looked like the, their counterparts? Mindhunter, same exact thing with the serial killers. Uh, oh, look, yeah. <laughs> look at the actors in in the series compared to their killer counterparts. Yeah, we talked it about is that. It's eerie, disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> how <laughs> they look exactly the same. Um, and lastly, the interesting thing about Mindhunter is, um, it tells the story of the development of the behavioral science unit of the FBI. Um, but you get this show about serial killers and it just focuses on the interrogation aspect. You don't see crime scenes really. You don't see bodies. You don't see the, the murders you see, uh, the two, uh, FBI agents going to prisons and interviewing, uh, the the killers, which is an interesting take which, on, which sounds that. kind of boring. I want yeah, to. Yeah, say it. I'm glad you said it. If you're if you're not into the the slow burn pacing shows, you will definitely not like Mindhunter. Well, unlike some shows, Mindhunter is not trying to glorify being a serial killer, like that one show we're not going to talk about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dexter? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, yeah. real ones. Poor Don. I think I think that oh, Bosch yeah. should win just based off of his house in the series, which is like it's one of the freaking so coolest cool. houses I've ever seen. It overlooks <laughs> Los Angeles. It's, it's got so his cool. his like living room is all glass and it overlooks Los Angeles. So cool. Dude, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm glad that you love it cool. as much as I do. Oh, dude, I absolutely wow. love it. Yeah. I'm tempted to to let it let Bosch go through just based off of that reason. Yeah. Being so but Mike, we could both we yeah. could both vote for Mindhunter and win. I know, but the the it's really up to you. <laughs> and then you'll be dead. It's up to yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> no, I'm done tie breaking. Do? I'm done tie breaking. Well, I already Good. gave so my vote. Is. Right, we haven't heard your we haven't heard your vote. He can't tie break. Okay. I can't tie break. So, so, so he wins. Settled. Bam! Decided. So, uh, we have a winner. Of Bosch. Moving on. Um. Gotta say, my feelings have been a little hurt this this round, and I'm not looking forward to round two because they're just gonna get even more hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with great shows getting knocked out left and right. Uh, matchup number right. four, Dad, take it away. Sir. We have Harley Quinn versus Euphoria, hmm. number four and number thirteen. So I watched. Um, I think I finished the first episode of Harley Quinn. But basically, she's on a rampage because her and Joker broke up. Um, and it's wild. Like, I obviously, it's on HBO Max, right? So, cussing, it's bloody and violent. And, you know, there's like, it's got some comedy in it a little bit. But it's it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, and then Euphoria, I just watched the trailer. I didn't actually get to watch this. And make my intense my page long notes, but <laughs> it's a story of teenagers struggling with drugs and sex, basically. 
and making some shady decisions. Um, going to rehab and then lying that they're clean, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, I hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, teenagers. I'm definitely, anyway. I'm definitely more intrigued by Euphoria. I thought the trailers looked really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if it, either of these shows will be ones I get to. I do frequently get to animated DC stuff every now and then. So maybe Harley Quinn will pique my interest at some point. But number four seed with 22 votes in the poll to Euphoria is 11. I, I saw that coming. Big ouch. Yeah. Harley Quinn was we, good. What are we doing? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. It. Bam. Bam. Let ourselves a winner. We yeah, are, are those intestines on, on them? No, those well, look like intestines. That's dude. definitely intestines. Dude, it's or- it's so <laughs> it's very graphic. <laughs> dude, like the first like within the first 5 minutes she's swinging that sledgehammer around. Blood flying everywhere. She's just destroying everybody. That's pretty awesome. Man, this next matchup though. Whew. Yeah, this is Oh dear. Well, wow, the seed. What happened? Oh, oh boy. So, damn, we have. This might be the hottest seed so far. Number six, Yellowstone versus number eleven, Stranger Things. Man, number eleven, boomers are submitting their reviews, cranking them out, (laughs) cranking them out. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, Maybe I, they I, meant to hit like they meant to hit like forty percent, but they accidentally hit ninety percent, and they were like, "I don't know how to fix it." So just I can't it. fix it. I'm too old. <laughs> yeah, oh, <God. laughs> now you guys just being rude. <laughs> hey, we we love boomers. We love all ages of people. You just um, saying that because you're the oldest one here. <laughs> <laughs> Darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. <laughs> so tell so, us about this matchup. Yeah. It's a spicy one. Got a a very cool Western versus a very weird sci-fi horror, whatever. 80s. 80s Nostalgia trip. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. With a bunch of kids and this girl that has powers. Hmm. Likes waffles. Based on that description, I want to say Yellowstone should win. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll say that Yellowstone... Someday will make its way into my my watch list. Um, well, Yellowstone's already spun out what two prequel series? Something yeah, like and that. the one is like the one looks really good with Harrison Ford, whichever one eighteen something, twenty two. Um, yeah, eighteen twenty two maybe. Granddad, the cap. You shut <laughs> up, Joe. <laughs> I better not freaking be a granddad. Hope Papa tells about the good old days. <laughs> Better not be a granddad. Yeah, we'd have issues. That would not be good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like we're probably all relatively in agreement here, yeah? We haven't heard the poll. What's the agreement I mean, we can hear the, there, We can hear Chad? the poll. We can hear the poll. Let's hear the poll. Let's hear the poll. 26 to 7, Stranger Things. Agree. Yeah, hard to agree. I disagree. I don't care. See, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Not breaking that tie. <laughs> I voted for Stranger Things for like 20, you know, all those votes. I'm just trying to 
build up some uh some rep with the with the audience before like the later rounds where like there's gonna be some hard decisions i just know i'm gonna be called in the tie break some really gnarly gnarly yeah. matchups <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard it's it's hard to it's hard to beat the nostalgia factory of stranger things but shouldn't that count against it Ugh. no you no, shut it your mouth in, in all the best ways it does but, but then again a western <laughs> that yeah, Yellowstone is one hundred percent nostalgia. Here for yeah, for boomers, it's hundred percent nostalgia. Yeah. So so it's it's nostalgia versus nostalgia. It really different is. generations. There Plus, you go. Can we just we'll just add in the bonus category of the criteria? Music. Stranger yes. Things OST. Oh, oh yeah. Kills Slapper. Wins. Kills it. Yeah. Wow, who calls it OST? That is so well, because you get like the original score, right? Of, yeah, like, let's just say that. Well, I, just, I mean, it's easier to say OST. The host. It's easier to type it when you're trying to fit it into a name for a file on a computer, but I don't know that it's easier <laughs> to say OST. You know just, what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. saying BRB. Like, you just, yeah, I also do you that. Do. Or LOLs. <laughs> yeah. Or LOL. Yeah. Oh, dear. All right. Matchup okay. six. We have Reservation Dogs versus Westworld. With Seed. Fun fact, the same creators of Westworld made the peripheral. Not that it matters now because they're gone. Um, but I thought that was pretty fun. Oh, that is pretty fun. Anyway, uh, I did not well, I did not watch Reservation Dogs. I don't know if anyone has. I have. It's a coming-of-age tale. Um, not as good as Wayne. Um, it is a... Taika Waititi uh, little little piece there. Uh, I had to restrain myself, Chad. Yeah, you didn't do very um, good, though. You said it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say like I normally do, though. Um, that's true. Oh, that's yeah, true. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. It has its moments. It doesn't do anything spectacular. Obviously, Reservation Dogs you know, got the play on word and kind of um, they make some... Uh, cracks at like reservoir dogs you know um but yeah it's follows a group of native american teenagers on an indian reservation i i take a, it back a little bit i did watch like half of the first episode the part where they get shot up by paintball guns <laughs> and bear the main character is like passed out and he's in like the spirit realm Yes, the dude that comes on the horse. The guy on the horse. That was that was funny. <laughs> no, there are the some, there are some pretty some funny, funny parts, parts, but um, they're like driving down the road. They stole the chip truck, and they did they didn't put up the back metal ramp. Yeah, like they didn't put it all the way back. Okay, in, so just you know like what? Now we're talking street. about it. I'm so, I actually <laughs> I liked Reservation Dogs. Now we're talking about it. there were some really funny parts in it. Yeah, it it. I'm gonna have to finish it. Just, yeah, it's it's a different kind of story. It's man, I kind of want to vote for it over Westworld now. Well, you know, there are a bunch of teenagers are like stealing a bunch of stuff, and like it's a small town, but they're trying to save up to get to California. Trying to leave the reservation. They're trying to get out. You know, it's. I think they want to go to California or something. But in the process, like they destroyed this one guy's life. 
Like they were in <laughs> a like, lot happened in the first China. half of the first. Dude, episode. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot. Happened a lot does first. happen. You just what described the entire season. You're like, I'm gonna watch half of the first episode. <laughs> I mean, I think that I have not seen Reservation. They set it up so pretty well. I'll, I'll admit, but I think Westworld has a far more interesting premise. Yes, than I mean what we're working with over here. From what I watched of Westworld, it's the clear winner. Whoa. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Just because that. I love like what they put together, you know, Western. Yeah. Yeah. Robots. That's my dream, you know. And they even like, have a show. They even have a yeah, they even have a Shogun world where it's samurai in in maybe season 2, I think. And you know, Anthony Hopkins was in it for a little bit, so Yeah. Can't go wrong there. Uh Commissioner Gordon was in it. Yeah, just a cool. It's just a cool sci-fi story. At least that first season. I've not watched season all of season two and season three. Are there four seasons now? Five. I think there's there's five. Five. There might be four, five. and it's done. Yeah, um, but it, I believe did it get canceled? It got canceled. Correct. It didn't end. I think they just kind of wrote an end where they could. Yeah, yeah and I'm not. You know, that's thought, working against it. First two seasons were good though. Yeah, I enjoyed them. Super interesting premise, of course, based off of an old movie, which is probably based off a book. The poll loves it. 25 to 8 for Westworld. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. Are, are we moving Westworld along? <coughs> yeah. Yep. Let's <clears throat> roll. But if you have Hulu, now that, okay, I kind of downplayed it at first, but after Dad started talking about <laughs> Reservation Dogs, you should the watch it. The first half of the first episode. Yep. Just first half, know, the first, first half of the first episode. <laughs> Is great, yeah. And then you can uh, just stop watching. That you're so right. The the scene where he's like laying on the ground and he's in that like weird limbo world. Well, and then, and then like the dude up. like goes to leave and the horse just like lays down. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> it's classic Taika Waititi humor. If you're into that. Um. Anyways, let's move All on. Right, Magic moving on. Pudding. Got the boys. Oh, this is mm-hmm. a massacre, mm-hmm. I feel like. And slow horses. Huh? <laughs> eh? Nobody? Well, we can go straight to the polls with, with this one because I already know who the winner is. Well, this is notable because it is the biggest decimation so far in the polls. It is 31 <laughs> to 2 for the boys. Oh, holy crap. And I think oh. I know I think I know one of the two people who voted for yeah. slow horses. Fran. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, Fran, but it just, dude, I couldn't, even, I couldn't make it through the first episode. I'm sorry, I, I, I barely, the boys. I barely did. And if this is even if I could, even if I did like slow horses, like Nick said, it, it, how do you get past the boys? Yeah, it's, it's just you, you, when you talk hot. about like superhero, like superhero once again, superhero stuff, but not like stuck on like the MCU brand. Yeah, right. Do something I mean, different. This is I mean, totally it, different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if what if they own heroes were uh, a corporation and just megalomaniac like psychopaths? Yes, as they probably would be in real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, can't say I'm surprised by that. <laughs> Two votes. Poor, 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 poor folk out there. At least it wasn't a shutout, right? Oh my god, might as well be close, right? close enough. All right, so last 
Oh, I'm going to need your help on this, guys. Um, we've got Letter Kenny, number two, <laughs> against Jack Ryan, number 15. What are you going to do? I both of these. I watched both of these shows, like the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he said I watched, it. I watched both of these of shows. The first episode. And then added in the one episode at the end. Well, because I couldn't keep that lie going. I'd have yeah. to eventually talk about it. <laughs> but what I saw of both, I freaking love. Letter Kenny, hilarious. Like, say that again. The, Letter, Letter Kenny. Kenny was. I don't know. You said it really cool. Yeah. Letter, yeah. Kenny, <laughs> Letter Kenny was hilarious. Like from beginning to end. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, and I want to keep watching it. So, like, either if, you know, if it doesn't make it through, I'm still going to watch it just because that it's, so, seed. it's so funny. Number two, baby. Yeah. It, like, then, I feel like we're just wasting energy here because no, 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 I no. feel like this is going to be a clear victory for the two. I feel uh, like Jack Ryan, though, the 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 military esque Prime series, probably the best one. Dude, yeah. it's it's the best rendition of any Tom Clancy stuff. It is so wow. good. It is so good. Very. very I wish good. they would have named it Jim Ryan. <laughs> that would have been an obvious win. <laughs> but no, this is so good. It's how so how good. many terrorists did he put their weapons in Jello? <laughs> And then it just just shows Dwight. <laughs> Jim's just in the back, like <laughs> always looking at this the camera. Is, uh, this is another. This is another one where the actor in a serious role, even though he's been in a lot of serious stuff uh, recently, uh, he's place. just phenomenal. Quiet place. Quiet phenomenal. Place. Quiet place. So good in Quiet Place, but he is really, really good as Jack Ryan, the best Jack Ryan uh, actor wise that I've ever seen, at least. Well, there's been a lot. So are are you two down there trying to push for (laughs) a flipping of the poll? Joe says, you guys are all ridiculous. Dad's watching one episode. Chad's watching trailers. I watched like two trailers for two shows I hadn't seen. Get out of here. He's like some (laughs) guys watching TikToks about it (laughs) (laughs) with an ad gameplay playing on the bottom. And then you've got the boomers that can't figure out the remotes. Yeah. Yep. So I, to answer your question, Nick, I am pushing personally for Jack Ryan. I don't know where Dad. Uh, Nineteen lands. to fourteen in the poll. Letter Kenny, what do you got, Dad? That's oh, a lot it's... closer than I thought it was going to be. That's very clear. Yeah. yeah, Jack Ryan's popular, especially when you're telling say... it the the best Tom Clancy. Uh, oh, so by, by a... adaptation. <sighs> yeah, for sure. And this Letter is like Kenny... my type of show too, like political it's, action it's thriller. so good yeah. yeah sorry mike go ahead no i was just gonna say letter kenny the opening two minutes like that opening that first cold opening oh it's maybe epic. the greatest cold opening like period in comedy did you watch letter kenny chad i have watched some letter kenny again not a comedy, not a comedy guy. guy trailer boy <laughs> trailer boys and letter kenny just don't land for me i honestly think i watched that cold opening without la- laughing a single time oh, so that's that tells so you better that's that funny you in itself yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the problem i see with letter kenny now don't get me wrong it's one of my favorite comedy shows the problem i see with it is what chad is struggling it's super niche like yeah very yeah it is i i often describe it it is the fastest paced show that goes absolutely nowhere <laughs> And if you do not pay attention 
Like if your focus is not 100% on the screen with your eyes and ears, the humor will fall flat and you'll miss everything that's going on because it, it is nonstop. It's, it's yeah, but it's literally, it's nonstop dialogue with people sitting like on their driveway for 20 minutes. So like, um, there isn't much of a true plot, but it's so funny. It is so funny. Nick, go ahead. To, I think Chad said this earlier about like wasting our breath on this one. It's the last match, right? And the winner of this match has to go up against the boys. So it's let's ask ourselves win. this. Does, Does it, it even matter? Like, right. who, like who who gets the burn against the boys? Well, Unless, I mean, Dad, do you think it, you can really it, make a case for one of these against the boys? I, th- I mean, I, th- you, I'll Dad, have to you watch do what you more want. than one episode. I'll, yeah, I'll you do you what that. you want, but I think Jack Ryan has a much better chance of competing with the boys than Letterkenny even remotely has. I would agree with that. Fest. But I would say, don't even worry about the next round. Like, whatever. Which one do you think deserves to even move on? That's the real thing. We got to give props where they're due, and somebody does have to win. Um, I would not seeing my... Jack Ryan. It's it makes it tough, but the way you guys are describing it, I probably, I don't know, I'd probably put it over Letter Kenny as much as I adore pole. Letter Kenny. Gotta flip the poll. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Whoa. In a grant. That's huge. Flipping the poll. Upset. Yeah. We got big upset. We got a lot of upsets on this side of the bracket tonight, guys. Yeah. Oh man. Division. Happy, happy, happy. Chad and Dad with the upset. Chad happy because we want him to be on the next episode. Happy. I'm very happy. <laughs> Everything panned out pretty much how I thought it was going to tonight. Wow. And you just committed a bracket for the challenge, man. Yeah, I should have. Um, there's a couple that still waiting to get out of here, but we'll we'll work on it. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, how exciting. Unbelievable. Uh but yeah, looking ahead, um you know, we had a, a Patreon episode where we kind of looked at the poll results like I don't know, a couple, two, three weeks ago. Um, And I want to say the poll maybe doubled since then, or we did get a big increase in votes since we reviewed it. Ten more votes, I think. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, And we kind of did did the look-ahead game in that episode, and um, round two matchups regardless of of who moved on in this round were going to be tough yeah <laughs> and uh yeah we have we have some very uh interesting matchups for you guys next week and of course um as we progress uh in the tournament and the the matchups get fewer um we'll go a little more in depth with our you know um deliberation between the shows um, using more of the criteria in uh, in our analysis and whatnot. Um, but yeah, before we jump out of here, did Chad said it kind of went as he thought it would play out. What about uh, Nick and Dad? What do you guys think? Think it kind of played out like you thought? Yeah. I, I'm surprised by um, the number of uh, pole flips that we actually 
kind of pushed through, which was interesting. Yeah. So definitely some interesting poll uh, responses. Um, but yeah, for the most part, um, I did not see Jack Ryan flipping Letterkenny though. That 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 was a surprise for you sure. You know, I wasn't sure either at first, and then I started watching Jack Ryan today. I'm like, <laughs> recency today. bias. Oh, oh. <clears throat> um, yeah, great. Uh, so next week we will be taking on round two, and I think the Sweet Sixteen. One of these weeks we are pumping out two. I think it's or two I rounds. I think it's next week. I think it's next week. Yeah. Um, so that will be fun. Uh, make sure you guys join us. Make sure you subscribe if you enjoyed uh, the, the episode tonight. Um, you can jump in our Discord. We have a channel dedicated to March Madness that you guys can go ahead and <laughs> give your thoughts, air your grievances, uh, you know, um, grieve those that we lost tonight. Maybe we make an in, in uh, memoriam video. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That was an epic video on uh, Mr. Robot. But you guys have a lovely night. We hope to see you again next week. Um, until then, you can check out the several companion series we have for shows uh, in the tournament, by the way. Bad Batch, House of the Dragon, Chosen, um, Mandalorian, first ever companion series we ever did. Um, we had an episode on Ozark, an episode on Arcane, an episode on Andor, uh, an episode on The Expanse. Like go through the backlog, listen to our thoughts, and maybe that'll help ease ease your pain or um, get you through it next week. Uh, but yes, we are heading out of here. You guys have a lovely, lovely while I find the song night. You were supposed to say peace out, Girl Scout. Yeah, dude, you messed it up. Sorry, Why? bro. Uh, you worst. guys made me laugh like really hard when you guys did that. Like, oh, you just say peace out, Girl Scout and end up. Bro- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I gotta say, we maxed out the brand feature in Streamyard with all these graphics and stuff. So I had to do this awkward like switch between brands because the intro song wouldn't fit in the March. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Is it per brand? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think maybe. I don't know. Uh, Rip.